want to know what a zero wrote in his family's receipts. There's no fucking money. You're supposed to be earners. That's why you got the top tier positions. So each one of you go out to your people on the street, crack some fucking heads, create some fucking earners out there. Oh man. Uh, Welcome to Good Earners, reviewing The Sopranos. Here on Good Earners, we like to talk about family, finessing, finances, and feelings in the world of Tony Soprano, bringing you a new perspective, a fly perspective, and a black perspective. I need y'all to understand that we have come to reclaim for our people. Oh my God. <laughs> grab a chain off the door. Man, yeah, that's what oh. we came to do, man. The, the first and only Black Soprano podcast, man. I didn't, I don't know if you guys knew that, but if you're this far in, you should already know that. But if you don't, welcome. Ah, uh, man, it's good. How y'all doing, fellas? Doing all right. <laughs> Can't complain. Man. Cannot complain. Doing all right, man. Entertaining doing episode, I'm assuming. University. Sopranos podcast with a bunch of Moolians. <laughs> Moolians. Love doing this with the Moolies. <laughs> yes. Well, you shaft. Yeah. Yeah, man. Shaft hey. Shaft yeah. Shaft <laughs> Good luck listening if you don't, if you don't speak Swahili. Right. Oh, man. <laughs> hey, man. Super racist. Callbacks. Hey, we get a little bit more of that in this episode. Speaking uh, of episodes, Spike Lou, what episode are we reviewing today? Uh, today we are interviewing episodes oh excuse me interviewing we're reviewing <laughs> let me get in the bag here we're reviewing episode six of season three titled university mo rich in this episode meadow she gets to know more about noah and she gets to meet his dad they kind of solidify their relationship as it goes up and down a notch ralph continuing to be an asshole and a thorn in tony's side his relationships start to bleed over into the business this is episode six, season three, titled University. Yes, sir. And we are back in the saddle. We open up with the first scene at the bottom being um, they, they look like they were about to go into a montage, but they're kind of just doing a little camera panning. Uh, Tony, Seal and Georgie are having a conversation about nicknames and we get a lot of uh, topless action this week <laughs> oh, especially just starting the, this episode off uh we meet a character here tracy and she walks over to walks over and she's telling tony that she took her son to the doctor and she tries to offer him this bread and he's pretty much like no i'm good i don't need it uh Spike, <laughs> just this opening right here, getting all of this type of action that's happening. They're getting right to it. What you feeling about uh, this opening scene? This was the first time we met Tracy, right? Yes. Grand opening, grand closing. Grand opening, uh, grand closing. <laughs> it was odd. It was odd. Somebody baking bread, bringing it to the strip club. Like, you know, it automatically had your antennas up as a Sopranos viewer. Okay, like, what's her angle? Why are we even, why is this interaction even happening as we, continue to watch the episode we see why but as a, a sopranos viewer just knowing this world we three seasons six episodes in mm -hmm. you see her and she trying to give some banana bread to tony or whatever and even seal gets involved you see it or at least in my eyes okay something's gonna happen with her she's gonna be a larger figure something's up what's up 
Hmm. Okay. What you think, Rich? I just love how she's living in the alternate universe. Alternate world. Alternate universe. Yeah, she is. Because she's everything. This is out of pocket for the Sopranos world. You don't see this. We've seen Tony in the bottom being plenty of times. We've never Mm -hmm. seen someone try to prefend him like this. So to Spike's point, like, who is this? Like, what's your angle? What's your thing? Because this isn't how it goes. This is how the rules work. Mm-hmm. Um, and she's the way she casually mentions stuff. You ever know how you you know somebody, but you don't know them? Like mm-hmm. you've seen them around a couple times, but if too much time passes between the last <laughs> time you saw him, like you forget everything Man, about him. You know what I mean? So she's talking about Danny. This nigga looking at him like Danny, like who the fuck? My son? Oh, yeah, okay, okay. Like she thinks <laughs> that they really cool. Like she mentioned that her son's name is Danny, knowing that he barely know her name. Right. But, you know what I mean? Right. So she's living in that alternate world. The discipline of Tony. To be in a strip club and turn away, like, look, this is an employee-employer relationship. Mm-hmm. That says a lot about where he is and what he has to lose. This isn't worth it. You can't be bringing me bread. We can't be friends. This ain't that. Like, you need to settle down. And then um, I also made the point. We introduced, we know that she's messing with Ralphie. Mm-hmm. You know what I love? I love Seal's line. Let's go, Betty Crocker. Get back to work, Seals Betty Crocker. Seal has some solid lines in this episode. Oh, I can't wait till we get to the later one. Boy, that was a low-key right. one, too. Uh, I wanted to ask, y'all, why we own it. Um, well, I'll, I'll I'll get to a little later as far as what's the viewpoint from Tracy as far as how does she view Tony. But I want to get there a little later as we things develop a little bit more. But I wanted to ask here, do you think Tony had an attraction for her at all in this moment or even throughout the episode? And also, do you think Tony would have, you know, maybe got his joint copped if Ralphie wasn't in the picture. Yeah, it, it disgusts him that she's involved with Ralphie. That's how little it's how okay. low he okay. thinks of Ralphie. Like I okay. would dare. Got you. Got you. You know what I'm saying? Okay. Now, right now is the case anyway. Yeah. I and I, I like that that the same thing that uh Rick said, the employee employer, like 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 respectfully, like understand what this role is. You know what I'm saying? You got that toots, like this is this is not that type of transaction. Which makes me, which is why I want to ask more questions, but I'll wait till we get a little further down. Uh, we get a Sopranos dinner. This may be a Sunday dinner, and Ralphie is talking about, I believe, Gladiator with AJ. Of course he's he tra- is. What else would he be talking about? Exactly. <laughs> and uh, it seems like he's trying to connect, and Tony shuts it down like, all right, enough of that. Like, you talking about dude falling on swords, and like, you're going crazy right now. We eat dinner. You talk about some Game of Thrones gory. Like heads chopped off and all kind of like, bro, this is we do not talk about uh, gladiators or today's era, Game of Thrones. People get murked off while we eat Sunday dinner, bro. Like there's plenty of other television to talk about. So it's just funny because it kind of seems like a callback to when they were at the barbecue. And he's like, hey, watch your mouth in front of my kid. And so it's like, again, Ralphie's back to the. You know the the junk mouth, so to speak, just letting it all come out. You know what I mean? Uh, but uh, we see Jackie Junior pops up for a second. He gets out of here. Uh, what did y'all think about this scene, man? There's there's a lot of little funny things in this scene. First thing that jumps out to me is just how funny it is to see Ralphie and AJ kind of be like that's who, that's that's the type of behavior that's you would expect from AJ's <laughs> friend that came over for dinner. Like, don't laugh and back and forth bullshitting about Gladiator. You're like, just getting a kick out of it. Like, you a grown man. It's kind of like if AJ had that in him and he was a part of that life, that thing of theirs, mm-hmm. like, he grew up to be Ralphie. 
insecurities and all. I can see that. Like I can see Ralphie a little bit off the rocker, which we come to see, but just them, it just made perfect sense as you know about Ralphie's character, mm-hmm. how unserious he is, how much he just annoys everybody by simply existing and breathing. <laughs> like every decision existing. he makes just pisses you off. Mm-hmm. Um, it kind of reminds me of that a lot. And then, like you said, Jackie Jr. coming in, just disregard for for uh, Ralphie. You know, no, 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 no hollow for him. Um. Yeah, you know he's still with uh, Dino as well. Jackie Jr. is still in that life, even though Tony's telling him. That disgusted mm-hmm. Tony. Tony yeah, was so disgusted. Like, yeah. Keep him outside. Yeah. Another, another time. I grab him and play. Yeah, another time. Yeah, <laughs> Never I, I wish he would come in and try to eat my food. Man, damn. Yeah, um, just let you know, Fresh Prince of New Jersey, he's still at it. This was a good idea from what Rich said. It shows how much of a, a pain in the ass that... Ralphie is not just a Tony, like just his existence, period. Like there's no one that he doesn't annoy. And they did a great job throughout the rest of the episode, just really pinning the tail on the head. Like this dude is a, a, a dipshit. Like mm-hmm. you do not want to be around him. It ain't motherfuckers that really enjoy him. Probably the only reason that he is around because he's able to make so much money. And I'm glad that they established that really early because otherwise, like Rich said, he annoys everybody. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't even know what my girl, uh, Jackie, Rosalie? what's her name? Rosaline. What's she? Doing? Rosalie, yeah. She yeah. she just needs somebody. She needs somebody. She's lonely. She she's lonely, and you know. I, I do want to. I do yeah, want to say this too, Mo. This might trickle into your point you made last week. Uh, it was last week or two weeks ago. Ralphie mm-hmm. and kids. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? Just that bond he has with AJ. Mm-hmm. Uh, he doesn't have that bond with adults. He doesn't have that yeah. with anybody yep. else in the crew. Yep. But he's sitting there, like I said, they going at it, having the time of their lives. Like that's some shit I did when I was in seventh grade. Yeah, yeah, and 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 one would say that maybe uh, Ralphie hasn't really grown up. Maybe he's having this reverse thing happening because he's tell he says right here that he dropped out in eleventh grade to take care of his mom and his siblings when he was supposed to be an architect, and so it's like he had to grow up early so to speak and take on responsibilities early so it almost seems like even when we look at how he's acting out it's like he kind of leans into this boyish way of doing things like even going after the captains like whatever you say cappy last week to Gigi, just constantly poking at things yeah he has humor but it's like childlike humor like even later in the scene we'll get where they kind of say hey bro chill out be on your behavior like you would tell a kid like when you tell a kid, like when you about to go somewhere, act like you got some sense, all of that. We'll get that later at a bada bing scene. So it almost would seem like, in a way, Ralphie has this childlike personality, and he may not have necessarily grown up. And I just think it's really interesting what they're doing here. Um, I, I'm, I'm gonna keep a closer watch on it, but I do think that, I mean, I, I'm glad you brought it up because I still feel that same way. It's like there is this connection for him with kids. But then I think there's a disdain when it comes crazy, to women. Man. I don't care. I don't care how you say it in what context. That sounds crazy. Hey man, y'all hey, man, look, that nigga Peter, that nigga Peter Pan. I mean, look, I I just I I really I wanted to tell y'all about this Michael Jackson podcast documentary. But I tell you, all right, man, come on, let's, it ain't no, it, ain't, it ain't that type of thing. That's it ain't a hell that of a transition. Jeez, I mean, look, look, like that ain't even. All right. Oh, <laughs> oh. 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 
Oh, I, I'll tell y'all about it off air, man. It's it's really good. It's a ten pot. Ten. Oh man, did you do that on purpose? Well, it just it just came to my mind when you the way you were saying that. Come on, man. Uh, That's not. <laughs> Dang, oh, we like five oh. minutes in. That's crazy. All right, never mind. Never mind. It'd be off air. It'd be off air. Y'all get on Patreon for the off air conversations. <laughs> Jesus. Um, but yeah, Jackie comes in and Dino. Remember, Dino got you know he got him he got arrested, so he's out now. So that's why it's it's uh, immediate for Tony to say, hey, hey, stay out of trouble, because he know last time he heard from Dino was when Chris came to the barbecue telling him about that 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 spot where they that they blew up on the college campus getting that money. So he knows as soon as Dino's out, he know what he about to be on. So uh, I just thought that was like an interesting detail there without them telling us, hey, you know, Dino got out, right? You know, again, Sopranos just being high level uh, writing as they are. Um, but tell Meadow, I said, hey, <laughs> um, we go to Meadow and Noah. AJ's such a dipshit. Real quick for you. AJ's such a dipshit. The nigga, he shrugs his shoulders like he has no fucking clue who even Meadow is. Man, I hate it. <laughs> I hate AJ so much, man. Where's your sister? I don't know. You know, that message ain't never going to get to any of this. Right. Yeah, I don't know why they... I I told you, I just... I just don't know why they... I don't know if it... I don't know... Never mind. I ain't got time. We already... I will deal with that later down the road. I ain't got got time for AJ today. Um, But Meadow and Noah, they're in the bed. They're having this, this sweet moment, and they're interrupted by the faithful roommate, Caitlin. And Caitlin is upset about a film that she's seen. And Noah says, you can't keep consuming things that that upset you. And, and she she drops. <laughs> and so she just immediately get emotional. So they're building up from the last few episodes of these little reveals of Caitlin. I'll speak more to that. But before I speak to that, uh, Spike Lou, what did you think about this scene? Things are heating up between Meadow and Noah. And things are also uh, heating up with Caitlyn and Meadows' relationship, roommate ship, if that's a word. Did y'all experience this in college? Did y'all stay on campus? Yeah, yes, I, I said, yeah. A, a random roommate, or was it somebody? I, yeah. I, I, yep. I knew. Yeah, I, I had knew a random. Had a random roommate. Yeah. Nah, really? me and my yeah. roommate been fr- our, our moms were friends, so we were friends before we were. Oh, okay, so somebody you knew. Yeah, so my mom was no, I had random. Me, me and my, this, me and my, yeah. Is this realistic, Mo? Like yeah, it's real. Yeah, it's realistic. like getting your groove on, and they just come. Oh, that's realistic. Yeah, it's. it's I don't know how I would deal with that. I mean, well, it's uh, different. With, it's probably different with women, like females, young young females, because men, it's like you just you put know a sock on the door, nothing. and then you yeah, remember this the night. This is nineties two thousand, so they don't. They, I mean, the sock on the door probably the move, but I think we're to believe Meadow was a virgin, right? So it's like she don't necessarily. Is that? Well, she I, gave I took the draws really easy to, to be a virgin. I ain't think I thought that she had maybe been. I know no got game like it's, that though. It's something across. Nah, it's something across. He, he got game like that. Don't play, bro. No the execution. He may have the execution was. Hey, flawless. listen. Every time I see Noah, <laughs> I don't like the him. Execution was flawless. <laughs> I will call it out though. Every time I see but Tony Noah helped screen, that out too though. That's true. Tony helped that out. Every time I see Noah on the screen, I get upset that he got that off. I do too. Did, like, I do too. I really do. That was flawless, really nigga. Um, that was a flawless to call. You know, if the, he uh, looked like one of us, I wouldn't have been. <laughs> I think true. if he looked like one of us, or I wouldn't have been. Like one of us. Oh yeah, that's what they, that's that's exactly. I would appreciate it. I'd be like, man, good looking, bro. Good looking. That's part of the brilliance of the soprano writing, like you said. I appre- I would have appreciated had it mm-hmm. been 
one of us and they got yeah. it off like that but the fact that it was him yeah and he got that off and i know tony helped him indirectly yeah. you're right you're right man. um oh. but as far as that scene in the whole man the roommate she's one of my least favorite characters in oh, the land period i i hated this girl um they Do did a really good job of driving home how annoying she was my bad go ahead i want to throw this straight in your court both y'all but like do you feel like do you feel like the Sopranos, the the, the writing and, and crew, yeah, I feel like they just got a little heavy handed adding another ultra downy negative character like Olivia, like a AJ, like a do y'all feel like they just got a little heavy handed adding Caitlyn to that that same tribe? I think that the Sopranos does a really good job of making characters avatars. I've said this in episodes past. Um, I really think Caitlyn was an avatar for the conversation around mental health. Even okay. though this show kind of focuses on that with Tony, um, this is that side of it. Maybe a younger generation. Obviously, this is a very heavy metal storyline. Mm -hmm. So we have to see parts of her life and the things she's dealing with. But people of this generation, um, while they were in college, you know, they might be going through that small time, small town America and big city. Like, that's very relatable. Not for mm -hmm. me, but I've seen it happen to people. Yeah. Um, but I think the. Man, this is 2001, so we're we're not even in the same atmosphere as where mental health mm -hmm. discussions mm -hmm. are today. But just the overall character of, I really want to help this person, but I don't know how. Like, I feel bad, but this person is annoying as shit. Mm -hmm. Like, this person doesn't recognize the issues that are, she's causing herself. She doesn't have enough wherewithal to get some help. Mm -hmm. Like, I'm trying to balance the line of being a good human being, but also doing the best for myself. Yeah. I think if we're having an honest conversation, a lot of people feel that way when yeah. it comes to those type of combos, especially back then this early on. So I think that was her purpose overall versus just being one of those characters. We don't spend a lot of time with her. Mm -hmm. Everything, every time we do, we don't feel anything different about her than what we already know. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? We expect her to do some wild shit or some, I, I don't mean to make light of mental health, but some, yeah. some off the wall shit because of her condition. Mm -hmm. So I kind of look at it like that. And mm -hmm. also Spike, there was always communication when there was action going down. Always. It's time to go down. Okay. It was, uh, I got something coming through. I nigga, three to five. Like, you know what I'm saying? I'm <laughs> go to the library. Oh, it was, yeah. phones went around, but there was definitely. But, but that's what I'm saying. We could text, though. Like, that's the difference. Yeah, it's we like. Could text. It was always, yeah. Always. What you doing? Uh, they always sending that. What you doing? Where you at? What time you going to yeah. be back at the room? Yeah. I, 2001 <laughs> is so different, man. It is. Yeah, 2001 is a little different. You I don't know what I'm going to see. They had cell phones and shit. They had cell phones in on one. Yeah, we had cell phones in my senior year. Probably wasn't texting. Nah, nah, we weren't texting. But the Probably a phone call, was free. voicemail, like maybe. Phones, yeah. I don't know. That's a good question. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was like the little phones you can play Snake on, the little Nokia. Phones. Yeah, the little, yeah. Do, 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 yeah them, do. them was popping. Them were popping in 2001. Well, stay, stay charged yeah. for four days. Thanks, <laughs> man. And it was like $50 for the month. Oh, nah, like, man, nigga, come on. No extra shit, nigga. Like, yeah. all you talk, all you want, nigga, for oh, $50 yeah. a month. It was cricket. That shit hit me. I'll pay that now, bro. Like, um, that service. What kind of phone you got? I got, got I, a Blackberry, I, don't you? The Blackberry was hey, scrolled. Mo told us he didn't have Wi-Fi at work. That makes sense for that phone plan. You ain't even got to worry about too much. I mean, hey, look. <laughs> I got bigger I got bigger fish to fry. No, that's right. I feel that. Nah, but uh, <laughs> uh, yeah, I, I like exactly what you're saying, Rich. They do utilize this. Now I go into it a little bit more in the later scene with her, like where she's kind of shocked 
we get the idea of this sheltered lifestyle and this is a real reaction to a person that never been exposed to things but we'll get there we're not at that point but i did want to say at this very moment she says a line that is a bar and she says that like why is other people's pain a source of amusement mm-hmm. and that's literally what sopranos is mm-hmm. man david chase that that is that is if that ain't a david chaseism like that's his whole thing is like jokes on y'all those that are watching this joke is on y'all you look at what y'all watching she he she literally is like david chase got inside of her and spoke through her just to let y'all know but again we're we're we don't like her so it may get overlooked but if you get past her characteristics and listen to what she just said it's like bro that is literally us and i'm gonna have a conversation about that that'll be another off air about that type of thing i'm starting to realize where certain things i'm just not as comfortable with no more it's because it's kind of in that vein like it's like wow you know what that is kind of i don't know you know what i mean but yeah interesting thing nonetheless but um meadow goes to she says she's going to the library and she takes the knife which is an interesting uh uh correlation to season one when her friend was on a soccer team and she cut herself so uh, you know obviously from the, the coach being way out of line and you know, having sex with a minor or whatnot. Uh, so she grabs a knife and um, and a pillow. She said she's going to the library but took her pillow. I was weak. She took the pillows? <laughs> yeah, she took the pillow, man. Kayla funny. Oh, yeah, we definitely, yeah, we definitely do that. Like, but like, this is this is very accurate, though. I'll talk a little bit more about those type of things about my roommate in college because I had a white dude. He was like a hippie. And uh, yeah, yeah, that was an interesting experience. <laughs> Um, <laughs> anything else y'all want to add to this Meadow and Noah scene before we uh keep moving though? The Meadow and Noah or the Meadow and well, Caitlin? I mean, I'm sorry, Meadow, Noah, and Caitlin scene before we go to the Noah and Meadow. Hey, yeah, I definitely got some shit to add about Meadow and Noah. All right, let's go to it then. <laughs> what, you, what you got to add to Noah and Meadow again? And Noah makes the point that they are from Jersey and New York and they're used to crime versus her being from Oklahoma. Well, he from Cali, right? I, I don't know if uh. What you say, Spike? I I thought he was from. Never mind. It didn't matter. I, nah, I he from he L.A. Uh, oh, girl from Oklahoma, Caitlin. Oh, he's from L.A. Yeah, he's yeah. from L.A. Huh. Remember they they talked about That's it because he said when we first met Noah, he was talking about how he was from L.A. and his parents is in the business. And then this out this uh, episode, his dad had to fly from L.A. from LA. to New York to meet with Dick Wolf. Mm-hmm. So um, yeah, she's from Oklahoma. Caitlin's from Oklahoma. He's from L.A. and Jersey because he even mentioned it too, like. Her being from there, but us from these two cities, blah blah blah. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm not like most guys. It's probably the biggest lie, the best, the most used lie ever told. Man, that shit gets me weak every time. When what is it? No, nah, I just said it. I'm not like too. most guys. Oh, I'm not. You said it's just so free flowing. I didn't even catch it. Like you're. Yeah, oh, I'm not. I'm not. What she? What she? How it, it was, nah, how you, know, you know what the number one lie is though? After before that, what's that? I, I had a dream that. I said you was in my dream last night. Like I, I seen you know that, you, bro. I can't yeah, tell I you how many times, <laughs> dog. You did not have a dream of this woman. You trying to test the waters to see how she go feel if you say that. Then you be like, oh, I don't know. The dream was crazy. If she ain't feeling, if she is, you you start adding to this fake, bro. I can't even tell you. Uh, anyway, got that off several times. Oh man. <laughs> 
<laughs> bro, I can't even. Oh, I can't even. I don't dog. have the imagination for that. Maybe hitting you I with that you, too. I, I mentioned it before. <laughs> the, the, he said what? I had a dream about you, Mo. Oh, hey, I, I, I embrace like, all word. Of that. And word. Like, yeah, you, you was at Burger King, niggas. <laughs> 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 you mess up, Yo. you mess, you mess up my order in the drive-through, man. Dog, that's <laughs> you think it's going one way, but yeah, it go the other it's going way. another way. But bro, that I'm not like other guys. I I, I actually believe that though. When I'm I not like that. most guys, I'm not like, not most, like most guys. guys. I believe that when I say that though. You you yeah, ever okay. you, you use that? <laughs> or was you lying? You knew you was lying. <laughs> Spike, did you know you was lying? Did you say that? Nah, do you have a spike? Guys. Do y'all have a version of that? <laughs> Listen, if y'all don't say I'm not that, like most guys, that don't mean that don't mean we we'll yeah. do similar shit. Right, I was gonna say it don't. <laughs> okay, that, that line. That, okay, the reason that line is so useful because it's useless. It really means nothing. Yeah. Okay, I'm not like you. most guys, but I still do similar shit. I think that's why it's so effective. But uh, yeah. that ain't. Uh, I would say in our slang, where I'm from, that ain't me though. It's, hmm, I'm not like those guys. That ain't me though. So you different. She hit you with a yeah. She hit you with that and your rebuttal. I mean, that ain't me though. Like I don't even know little buddy. No, okay. I don't even know how you would associate the yeah. two together. I, yeah. ain't most, I ain't like most guys. So yeah, yeah. That's that's a, that's a good one to wiggle out of a lot of stuff. Oh man, yes, you right. It's so useless. It's like it's useless. What the fuck does that even mean? <laughs> like right, and then it's like about? which most guys are you talking about? Right, you see what I'm saying? Like, it's as like a, as an adult, as an yeah. adult now, here like if I heard a nigga telling my daughter that, I'd be highly upset if she nah, didn't he, have he, some type of way around it. Yeah, it's like it's like it's like, bro. Uh, you if you want me, be, you want me keeping one hundred with you? You want to be real with you? You're about to lie. That's <laughs> what that is. The minute you say, I, 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 I'm not like most guys. You're like most guys. Well, whatever <laughs> I'm thinking that you're gonna do, you're gonna do it. Like yeah, whatever, whatever thought that was on my mind that made me think you were like most guys, you're one hundred percent gonna try to pull that off. Come on. <laughs> you ask somebody a question, they start with honestly, nigga. All right. <laughs> honestly, don't uh, okay. Yeah. Oh, all right. Yeah, <laughs> Wrap what, it you, up. what you been if this is honestly what you've been saying the rest of the time. You've been lying the whole conversation. Right. <laughs> yeah. So I'm, so I'm gonna tell you the truth though. Hey, but so, did y'all see Noah's face though when he said I'm not like most guys? He just had that like shit eating grin on his face. Like, I'm about oh, to get some, I'm about to clap. Yeah, bro, because he I think he's a sophomore, right? He's definitely been there longer because he gave Caitlin his notes from last year. So, yeah, he said he had two more years before he goes to law school. Okay. So I don't, so, know, if that, I don't know if this is a start of his junior year or whatever the case uh, is. Maybe. But like Noah knew what he was doing, bro. Because like when like you said, when he had that smile, oh, she's eating it up. Cook. Cook, cook, cook! Like you know, this dude he was doing the whole time, man. No one been. You have a condom. Doing. I just so happened to. Dog. You don't say. It's, it's the right black here, man has corrupted the Italian man's daughter. He ain't had to reach in no drawer or nothing. Hey, he had nigga, it it's, it's it's actually right here. Let me grab it. Uh, it's hey, funny you, you mention that. <laughs> and 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 bro, think about. Oh, look at this. Shit. Look at this, y'all. Think about the satisfaction. Like the oh, saddest the conversation with Tony after oh, fucking yeah, his daughter. It, it, bro. That was probably the best part of it. That, that add the, the value to it. Like I'm gonna be all the way real. Like that would add the value of layers of like the pursuit because everybody knows the pursuit is the most exciting part of this whole transaction. It's like, can I do it? Just like like Tony with the other <laughs> uh, other young lady that at Barone Sanitation. I'm a re she's a uh, born again Christian. Oh yeah, 
Like, see, it's the pursuit. It's the challenge of doing it. So the fact he knows her her father hates your guts. He hates black people, period. And now I'm in his daughter. Like, dude. You already, I mean, his daughter's crazy. Like, you already (laughs) in a club. Come on. (laughs) So look, since you already closed the deal, would you ask him? Would you ask her? What did you think your dad would say for Moulin (laughs) Yard? I'd have said, I'd have said that shit when I was in it. I need like I'm trying to figure out like I would have figured out a way your dad that hate this boy. That nigga can see you now. It'd be something like like something about say you like this black man or something like I'm uh. gonna get you to outwardly say it because I know this is it. This is it. I, so I need you, I need you to I need that encouragement. I need the reminder because I'm gonna share this story with my homeboy up in Hampshire. So I, I need all I need all of the like Oh, man. Her daddy called me Sambo. I started. Oh, I, call me Sambo right here. This this be the moment right here. I'm Sambo. Say Sambo. Like that's it. Like I and that your no. boy and Say that your Sambo boy. is crazy. That, that a Drake line? What? Oh. I need acknowledgement. If I got it, then tell me I got it then. I got it then. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, it's funny, oh, bro. Top five, yeah. man. I need all uh, that. Oh, shit, let me know. Man. I need you to tell your pops. I just, I'd have pulled a jar. Y'all ever seen Jarhead? Mm-mm. No, the army movie. Jamie Foxx. I ain't never seen it. Oh, yeah, I, I have seen that with Jamie Foxx in there. Yeah, man. I pull a jarhead. For those who have seen it, I pull a jarhead. I'll be sending the tape to Tony Craig. Wow. Yeah, man. You're gonna see all this, bro. The voice recording of something on one of them old. Yeah, one of them, some gonna have something, bro. You're gonna, nah, yeah. You I, just... got, I, I don't know how to get off because I I mean he's a mob guy, so I don't know. I would have to Nah, you're right. You're right. You're but but then again, his dad is an entertainer lawyer, so I don't think Tony ain't gonna whack him because his dad is an entertainment lawyer. So he got know, a look. Man. He got some clout. Like you shit. can't just clean that up like that, bro. Yeah, it, ain't, it ain't worth trying. It ain't yeah, worth trying. Yeah, I, I respect Tony Gangster. Yeah, because I done been to his crib. Like this nigga really don't like me. Like, yeah, he, no, like, like, he he was upfront about it. Like ain't no man. That's crazy. I guess that's why they didn't have a dude like us that did it because we would have done that. Noah did it again. That nigga plan was flawless, bro. And and like the way he like that leaned into like flawless, bro. Let me tell you, like the excuses he hit it with, bro. The like the, ca- the fake Caitlyn care, dude. Like that package. Man. The I fake care about your roommate. Oh my, I'm really brilliant. concerned with that nigga. He was in his bag, bro. That's brilliant. Like, he was in his bag. Bro. Oh he was man, he been this all day. I've been planning it all week. week, week I've been it all week, nigga. <laughs> like, bro. Oh, I saw man. you come on campus. So oh, I saw you on campus. Hey, that, he made that plan out when he was walking out when Tony told him to get his shit and get out. He made that plan then. Nigga. Oh yeah, I I I, I, I like shiz and I want shiz. Like that that was <laughs> as as Rich would say. It's like that was Susie says like oh yeah I gotta have that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. He he, he it, it, like I almost feel like he was breaking that code from thin line between love and hate. He probably told her he love her off air or something. Just like oh okay because especially when she get to Carmela later, but we'll get there. Anyway, we'll talk a little bit more about Young Noah's plan here, but that's that's time number one. But we, I, I always thought we got an indication that she was a virgin, but I'm not quite that. sure we did. But me and you both said we felt that she was. Spike, do you feel that way too? Because I, I don't. Okay, what 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 do you? Think? I never got that. I think she, I think she was mad at her dad, so she kind of went easy as far as had making him work for it. Okay, but I didn't get virgin from it. Hmm. It seemed like she had done it before because she did give it up so easy as well. So I don't, I don't really now that y'all say that I hadn't ever thought that until y'all said that. I, I thought maybe there would have been mentioned verbally or something of that nature that she would have mm-hmm. said it. 
maybe but y'all may be right. Or yeah, I'm, I'm not sure. Y'all may be right, but it just seemed like she had done that before. Mm. And just like a little spoiler alert, like how she was acting with Jackie. Like she went that easy with Jackie. It seems mm. like she kind of picks and chooses her spot. He was mm. mad about that shit too. <laughs> <laughs> oh, <laughs> Uh, well, well, this next scene is perfect. So Carmela's cooking in Meadow is in a good mood. That's what made me feel that way. What movie y'all think of when y'all see this? Oh, when oh when she came in like with that with the happy yeah. feet and, and yeah to con- continue the cross conversation that we do here. We what other movie? Hmm. Somebody got some cutty last night. Ah, oh, it's you. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You know what you opening that bottle. Definitely got some cut. Damn. Got some cut. Yo, like her smile, her smirk, her mood. She want to hang out with moms. Like that's what made me believe she was a virgin because Mm. that that glow is not a. I've seen that glow. That's what made me think she wasn't, though. I don't Mm. think, I don't think, been a long time, but I don't think that virgins get that much satisfaction from sex. It seemed like this. No, you're right. I think you're right. I've heard this before. And you know, like now she's chipper mood. This is for yeah. somebody that knew what they was doing. Well, the reason I feel otherwise is because I, I think all right, it's not the satisfaction, it's the womanliness that you feel after. Mm. Like it's the processing of, oh, I'm a woman now. I, I didn't embrace this transaction. I'm gonna do it again. You know what I'm saying? Like I, I feel like it's more because I, I I can speak to myself. Like I remember my demeanor was different after that first time. I was like, wow. Bro, oh, had an S on his chest, what? boy. I'm like, yo, <laughs> I'm doing things, buddy. <laughs> <laughs> Talk to me nice. Nigga. You know what I'm saying? I'm talking to me like I'm right some now, regular bro. nigga, bro. I'm like smashed the chick. Hey, you wild dude, man. I'm that's of the year, Chris Paul, dog. For real. Oh my god, that's funny. <laughs> no, but that that's Jesus. what made me think that because she had her. I mean. <laughs> <laughs> Three seasons of bad mood meadow. And then this moment all of a sudden, you had to be a virgin. Dates with Carmella. Like, like, I'm ready to go out. Oh. She planning shit a year in advance. Bro, that's what I'm saying. That's I'm surprised what, I think, uh Carmella didn't pick up on it. I think I thought I always thought she, she did. I think she did. Oh, well, really? I thought she well, did. Nah, I think she picked up that bed, that bed conversation. Nah, she she definitely because it was right there. That would mean that was if she missed okay. that, then she would have been out right. of here. But this uh, one, she because she looked at her and told her like, "Yo, what's what's up with you? Yeah. Same way, Uncle George. Like, why are y'all so happy? Like, what's going on? Like, <laughs> what's going on? Y'all are unusually, you know what I mean? Meta was unusually like chipper and chipper. bright. Yeah. Like, she knows her daughter. What's going on with you? Mm-hmm. And you know, like, Carmela knows like going to college. This Noah dude's still around. You up here grinning. Uh, hmm. I don't know, yeah. maybe exactly, but I know something's up. Something up. Yeah, um, and then Tony comes in, and <laughs> she speaks to him, you know. So that even speaks volumes. Like she wasn't, you know, the other time she called, "Is mom home? Is mom home?" Like she wasn't even trying to talk to him or whatever. Um, and even the last conversation about, you know, a black person <laughs> still at her bike, <laughs> wire cutters, and you know. So, but her actually speaking <laughs> to Tony was a big step so this speaks volumes like it crossed the barrier of it so that's why i don't think necessarily young noah put it down more so than it's the virginity thing but y'all let us know man good at gmail.com and y'all can hit us up there if y'all if y'all can give some legitimate reasoning why if y'all think she wasn't or was a virgin i just think it's an interesting unanswered question that sopranos does a great job at 
Um, why do y'all think that? Real quick, I'm sorry. Yeah. Why y'all think Tony didn't have any empathy for uh, the roommate? Uh, he he usually when people are going through mental stuff, he kind of has some type of sympathy for him. Yeah. And with this, it was straight dismissed, like nothing a straight jacket wouldn't to- cure. Like, what do you think that was why he didn't have any empathy for him? Because usually he does. Anybody that got some kind of mental stuff going on, whether it's directly or indirectly, he kind of feels sorry for him some sort of way, I, I think. I think he probably, you know what? I don't know if I've ever thought about that. It might be a generational thing. Like, you at New York University. Yeah. Or Columbia, excuse me. You at Columbia University, Ivy League school. What you got to be, what you pulling your hair out for? This is, yeah. Like, even though he's going through it, he just doesn't. Like, my generation went through it, so you don't have to. So what are you even upset about? Mm. I was just wondering. That just struck I, me I as think, I was I think Tony this, faking I never it. thought about it. I think Tony faking it. Meaning? Yeah, there might be a mask because Noah's been brought up like two or three times already in the past 20 seconds. You, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> the trigger was. Oh, and he mad at, he mad at the Noah shit. Yeah, Therefore, so he's taking it out on, he's trying to seem not yeah. racist okay. right now in front of her. But I, I, I think he does care. Because um, even care last episode with Officer Leon, we talked about, like, you know, you know what? Shaft over here. Shaft over here. Like, you know what? Forget it. But I think when he found out, like, okay, he had some interest. Like, dang, for real. Like, there's a community that he's connected to, but he can't be because of who he is and and what he's connected to on this side of that thing of theirs. So, but I think he does care. But I just think that, like, like Rick said and you said, it's like the energy towards no, he kind of throws it on the roommate. But I definitely think he cares. But uh, she ends up walking off. (laughs) Tony was. Tony wants a gold star. He wants a smiley face sticker for not mentioning the Moulion. <laughs> try and, to bait me. Right. Try to bait me. But see, I didn't say nothing like, bro, Tony, let it go. You work. You have business with blacks. Like, let it go, bro. Like, he's just <laughs> riding the wave so crazy. He's just so petty. Like, he don't. I don't even think he cares this much. He just He's just egotistical, dude. Like you don't care that much about black people, you know. They get like, come on, like. But anyways, uh, <clears throat> I digress. We back at the bada bing. Georgie's working the door. Uh, he says right now Georgie bit. got the best job in the world. Okay, Georgie, hustle. Hey yo, yo, <laughs> yo. Can that so that's that's a pretty good gig. Yeah, I right think that was, that's that's a good. Thank you. I'm signing okay. up for that every night. Oh, yeah, that 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 the fifty dollars joint and yeah, bro. Fifty dollars and, and neck I get dinner? a blow shot. Fifty dollars in the neck dinner. Fit fifty and neck. One oh six and neck. That nigga had a system worked out, man. He bro. didn't flinch when he told her, "Look, yo, fifty dollars." Imagine the conversation with here. Silvio. It's like, yo, hey, hey Sil, like, I, I work the door, but can I work my own deal out? Like, I, my, oh, I was thinking, like, nah, Sil don't know that's going on. Sil don't know that's good. That, that's mm. straight on the humble. They ain't. Oh, that's straight on the humble. Yeah, they just like, yeah. okay, they game. They don't know that's going on. Yo, but Georgie, Hell, so, nah, Sil won't let him pull that shit off. Yeah, that's crazy. Like the Sil. girls just ain't saying nothing, so they can make more money. Sil depending on him to keep the riffraff out of there. And he like, yeah. all right, well, I got a little pull to keep the riffraff out of here. I'm gonna get some head from the other chicks. That's to me. I mean. I mean, I, I, just, I used to know a security guard. <laughs> he was on that. That's oh, that's real. Yeah, that's how it go. This is good. Right, that's though, not bro. even just like Facts. strip clubs. You can work. It ain't a lot just, of just clubs. clubs, anything. Like you know clubs. You, you, know you know me. security guards. I don't slip some money to to get Bruh. in front of it and do all this wow. and that. I ain't even gonna hold you, the big dog. It's gonna be a hundred to get through here, and then you got to go pay at the door. 
Like it's gonna be a hundred get through here, man. You got this. They'll make up some bullshit. And you got it. Oh, you got to like, You got to go with it. Like you ain't, you ain't gonna. Yeah, like what? What else you gonna do? Yeah, you're right, man. You're right. But yeah, like, Georgia's a big dude, so they ain't about to just you know. Ain't buck. So yeah, but he tell her what's up. This is the VIP section. You know, this is what the big players is, which is mostly soprano crew and then some of the high rollers that come to the bottom. Being very interesting setup. Um, I wonder if this is where this if Seal makes more money here than he does on like the actual floor. I just I was thinking about that. I don't know, but um, <clears throat> what you mean? Get, what like like because from, from the VIP room? Yeah, he probably like, get a percentage off what they make. They got to pay him out of here night. Mm-hmm. Okay. So if okay. you had access to that room, you probably had to pay a little more that night. Mm. Boy, they have to do a lot of work, man. These women had to do a lot of work. Because if you go in, George, you say $50 in a blow. Then you got to work these dudes. And I mean, imagine like these guys, they only going, you know, they're going to get off once. And that's about it. And it's only so many guys in here. So many of y'all. And it's too many of y'all in here. You know what I mean? So you got to do a lot of work. It's a lot of work, man. This is, I, I, I'm sorry. It's just, it's a lot of work. Uh, oh, but no. you might get lucky too and get Tony, and then you look, you got oh, a you don't stack. Get a, you, yeah, you gonna get a nice you little bit a stack. You know, pay fifty to get in. You got because, a whole rack you left with. So because Georgie said, take, man, you gotta give me a fifty in that blow, and he was like, you, you, you know, you gonna get lucky. Five hundred. You, you know what I mean? Minimum. So niggas in here got money. Yeah, yeah, because you, you probably in this area, you ain't getting five hundred at the dance. Probably in this area. In two thousand one, you think? In in two thousand and one. Yeah, in this type of club? Nah, because niggas wasn't making it rain yet. So, okay. Yeah. All right. But I, I figured. $20 lap dance situation. Okay. Yeah, that sounds about right. That's that's what I was thinking. Like, I'm not the big strip club guy, but I was thinking, I was like, eh, that, that sounds about right. Uh, we get the classic Pauly line. Look at this T before and way before. Uh <clears throat> I love Tony reaction, bro. Like I don't give a fuck about none of you. Hear Tony? Yeah, man. man before I'm, I'm and after, I got. A, I'm on a mission, brother. <laughs> yeah, man. Try to let me, let, me show you, <laughs> let me show you what a horse bit me. It's crazy. <laughs> show you where a horse bit man. That guy's crazy. That shit's wild. It is. <laughs> um, Damn, that's funny. So yeah, so he ends up going and getting his personal room. He's going to get his weasel greased. <laughs> <laughs> oh, their terms, man. Crazy. That their terms is so great. Like I, I still like the joint copped, but weasel grease is it's, it's a strong <laughs> number two or three. <laughs> but joint copped is up there still. Uh, Ralphie has come to reclaim Rome for his people. Uh, and I mean, oh, Moo goes down when this fool walk in, bro. Bro, I did this. this Bro, how do y'all y'all know somebody like this or like have yes. been like around yeah. a person like they're such yes. a wild card? You as soon as they come in, you yeah, know it's like, like they deflate the room. It's like, oh, shit. That's like that's like that's like mush coming in Bronx Tale. Yeah, it's funny in, like, <laughs> put man, the dice up, man. Get the get, get, get in the bathroom. bathroom. Put them in the bathroom. Get, get in the bathroom. Man, like it's it's bro. And it's so weird because when you're younger, it's like <laughs> this is the craziest thing. It's like, why wouldn't we leave? Like, like oh, it'd be the worst things happening around, but yet we won't leave. <laughs> like, why would we true. leave? Like, this dude is swinging a chain around. <laughs> now I get these guys, they're mob guys. Like, they've they've done worse than this. Like, they're not tripping, but like, like us seeing this wild card dude, like, I don't know what's going. I mean, we might know a dude that might have even came strapped to a party, and we still like this nigga, he wilding. But we still won't leave. That's the craziest that's thing to me. 
Like I, I, I don't know. You see people fighting, it's about to get crazy. You're still standing there staring. Like it's crazy. I don't know what some that of is. the stories you hear from niggas is just hanging out, especially in our era. Like what you mm-hmm. talking about? Why you just? It's, it's crazy. Yeah. I've gotten calls before, like, man, little bro shot himself last night playing with the gun. Like, what the fuck? What happened? Like, how? It's like dumb shit like that. You're like, well, how many people? About eight people over there. <laughs> like, what? What are you doing? Yeah, like, what happened? I mean, they was on X pills and like, just, just, I've heard seen stories like this and you bring up a good ass question. Like, why the fuck y'all niggas didn't just leave? Like, what mm-hmm. the fuck was y'all doing? This is where the 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 way the way the code is set up in the mafia based on just this show it seems this is where the code comes off really flawed in this episode the untouchable maid situation it comes off really flawed because of there's no exceptions to the rule so it comes off really flawed it, it seems like here uh tracy tries well, to come up and- i think it holds up though versus coming flawed do you mean mm-hmm. in, in his interaction with with your boy the dough yeah that's one. I think it, I, I think it holds up because in any other, if he wasn't a made dude, dude would have whooped. He would have whooped his ass. Yeah, but it's like he was. They get so restrained. much free reign on stuff. It's like no, bro. We. But that's part of being a made guy, though. Yeah, but it's like we carry ourselves. Of course, we they some of some there's some made guys that are like they 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 bully. Like that's what they do. But it's like dang, bro. Like because this is Seal's place of business. So that's kind of where I'm like. It's like. And that's where we'll get later. Tony leans on that. But this is my place of business. And I have mm-hmm. he has a job here. He's a civilian. You're messing up my business. Now yeah. I got to put, you know, what I mean, I, I feel like but, there but, should be. But like he told Chris, this comes before everything. Your business, your family, your friends, I, this comes before everything. So I, I think it holds up. I, I, I think it holds up and it shows the flaws in it because you get a fucking weirdo like ralph doing this dumb shit taking mm-hmm. advantage of being a made guy but the thought process is most made guys not gonna carry themselves like that you got niggas like johnny sack and fucking uh paulie and bobby like they like like well, johnny sack take was trying to kill to somebody made. off a comment though that's some made guy <laughs> shit keep my wife name like will smith keep my wife name <laughs> out your mouth <laughs> That's my wife. <laughs> all right, all right. and I know me and you, we all respect. We, we agree on yeah. that. Yeah, uh, I respect Johnny Sack one million percent for that nigga. Like that's my wife, nigga. Fuck all this other shit. Okay, so I think it holds up. I, I kind of disagree with you though. to a flaw. It holds up and shows the flaws. What do you mean? I think hold, any, okay. What do you mean holds up? What does that mean? It's holding up because he it's showing how much of a wild card that Ralph is, and we all in here. Five Freebio, uh, everybody in here made guys, bro. We got money. This the VIP room, and it's like you said, one of them niggas walk in. It's like, oh, bro, he wouldn't even be here. Like, it's, you, you tap your homeboy, like, bro, here yeah, he wouldn't even be here if he wasn't cool with such and such or whatever yeah. it may be. But it holds up. He's in the room because he's a made guy. No one wants them there. He's aggravating everybody. He's fucking. We'll talk about what happened with the other dude swinging the chain and shit. But the only reason any of that flies is because he's a made guy. Otherwise, like my my guy said, he'd be in a truck somewhere, bro. Mm-hmm. We're supposed to realize that in this scene, like how much of a dipshit. I think it escalated from the dinner scene to this. Mm-hmm. Like at the dinner scene, we see how much of an asshole he was just in a more uh, a less harmful sense. Here we see how much of an asshole he is in like a, a harmful sense of being like actually hurting people and shit. So. <sighs> 
this is an interesting thing too. And Rich, you can respond here. Tracy tries to kiss him. He's like, oh, whoa, whoa. <laughs> <laughs> You've been busy all night with the corn dogs, man. What's up? Like, hold oh, up. Shit, and, uh, then he turns around and kisses Gigi in the mouth. What are we? I'm going to keep saying this line. So y'all just get comfortable. This is the punchline for me this, this evening. What's up with the April crew? And y'all can start figuring out what I mean when I get to the next time I mention what's up with the April crew. He kisses Gigi in the mouth. It's a kiss of death. That's a mob thing, though. Yeah, that's like that's 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 that came from Godfather. Yeah, but that was his brother. I wouldn't do it. <laughs> like, that was his brother, though. I can't I mean, explain it because I wouldn't do it. Like you know, yeah, what I mean? wouldn't do it. But the it, kiss it, on the it, cheek, it, it has. I think it has a significance, and I probably if we would have looked more into it, knowing the fate of the character that he kissed, I'm sure it was a telltale sign. I'm sure this was like a, a sign or an indication for things to come, just like the kiss was in the godfather it was weird i ain't yeah. trying to debate you there at no, all no, i get what you're saying you're however to, yeah. it, I, I do think that it, there was some significance to it because like you said it was like what why are you kissing him in the mouth and he dude was pissed about it yeah he was but but mm-hmm. i think every time he gets a chance he's gonna stand up gg yeah do it's a power like it's like a power thing almost like it seemed like yeah, i don't like, think it's anything more than that honestly yeah. I, I got this off on you Flexing like yeah i muscle. just did that yeah that's, nigga, i just grabbed your face and kissed you that's crazy and yeah. you hate me Nigga, what yeah, you you're do? right. That it's it's crazy as it is. That is a power <laughs> thing. Me, nigga. What's I up? Mean, That's crazy. And you ain't, yeah, and you're not gonna hit me. Yeah, you're not. You're gonna not gonna nothing. touch. And they like, go to the maid shit that I was see, saying. That's like, what I, like, that's how the far a maid guy can go. <laughs> like, but that that's, that shows how far I can go. Yeah, that boy. He, like, he that's how important this thing of theirs. Well, I don't know, is how is it? A, how is it a flaw if it's doing what it was made to do? No, that's the problem because it's now you say you get away with too much shit. Yeah, you get away with too much. There's no exceptions Ah. to it. It's like, okay, you crossing the line of this made thing. We need fine print, is what I think. It it, based on that. I mean, again, we're not mob guys, we're black guys. (laughs) So we don't know nothing about it, but we'll just build this based on the Soprano show. And based on the Soprano show, it's like there should be a fine print. It was like unless these things were to happen. That is a really good point. and the fine print, we've heard it already. We know what it is. Like, well, yeah, you can put a hit on a made guy if you got the connections and the power to do so. Like, the request can be made. Mm-hmm. No pun. That's true. Uh, but, That's however, true. I think that it shows how much of a boss that Ralphie was. Like, you shouldn't have passed me over. I got these connections. Like, we talked about last episode. I got these connections in New York. I make plenty of money. I dare a nigga from these, this little bullshit that I'm doing with hitting security guards and chains and beating up strippers, I dare a nigga to try something with me because I got too much power mm-hmm. as a made guy. Yeah, man. Once you, most organizations like that, once you win, you win. Yeah. The rules are already set once you win, you win. Let's take it to a sports thing. Reggie Bush got his Heisman taken away. Like He's not a, he's not a part of that fraternity anymore, but OJ is. And they, <laughs> they wrong. They need to get my man his, he told the whole story about it and they still didn't give it back. That's crazy. Yeah, but OJ, but OJ never got any kind of issue because he was found not guilty. Mm-hmm. So people mm-hmm. were probably saying the same thing. Like, y'all need to take him out, move, remove him. I'm in. I've been in for years. Like, you can't just take me out because I did some shit you don't like. That's how it is with the May thing. Mm-hmm. And it's crazy because Ralph is the probably the loudest and most popular soldier. Most He's popular a soldier. Too. I wouldn't say popular. He's About probably two. the loudest. I mean, least people popular. Know, people know his name. Like I ain't say like least popular. I ain't say liked. I said popular. That's fair. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, because yeah, 
he's not capo. He's made like the rest of them, but he's not capo. He don't have no crew. And his name ring bells around the 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 glorified crew. But does it count if does it count if they ringing bells for the wrong shit? I mean, it counts. But so we really talking about riding that made like, ticket though. When people meet Ralphie for the first time, I'm like, oh, this that dipshit motherfucker. Like, mm-hmm. not because oh, this Ralphie. Like, this is it ain't the same type of reverence you get when you meet like a Tony. You know what I mean? Now, let me ask y'all this before we move on. Because I believe that this is Ralphie again. That's that childlike thing. The immaturity is coming out. That kid thing is coming out. It's like, oh, I couldn't, I, I didn't get to get made because of these things. Oh, I'm now I'm pouting. I'm, I'm, I'm fussing. I'm making an issue. Let me ask y'all. Do y'all think Ralphie is ignorant in this where he's literally like a wild card? Like he just locked into a weird space. Like, you know, we know later about some things that he indulged in that he, he says, this is the reason I did these things. Versus, no, he's very intentional. I know exactly what I'm doing. I'm not. I'm not. I'm playing stupid with y'all. Yeah. No, he, he intentional. Okay. Very intentional. Okay. This shit ain't no joke. And Paulie don't go for it either. Paulie, Paulie, the only motherfucker. That's oh like, man, bro, like just make one wrong move, nigga. Man, I don't give like, what I, you I, like. Bro, please come my way. Please, like Paulie please. was like, please, please give me a reason, bro, nigga. Please. Uh, <laughs> I think we were we were made to believe that about. Ralphie, the first episode we met him. Everything he does is intentional. Yeah. Tony said, Tony said no more fires. All right, so we're gonna use back. Like, you oh, smart enough to know that. I'm gonna take these words and twist them and still do what I want to do to go against what Tony even said to begin with. Like mm. Ralphie knows what he's doing mm. every single time, and he knows can't nobody touch him. <sighs> That's crazy. Yeah, he's getting that off. Like he milking the heck out of that. And then Tony's trying to get off. <laughs> <laughs> Tony's working very hard to try to get off, and it's just—it's not happening, bro. None of this shit. I can't Thank do you. it because I gotta be boss right now. <laughs> this man is a married man. He <laughs> put so much like, I mean, how aggressive can you get? <laughs> <laughs> Uh, Tony is trying to go so hard. He just <laughs> yeah, he had to get that off, nigga. Bro, he like sometimes he you got to get it off, man. No, you imagine how bad you would be. It's like, bro, I'm already taking a risk by stepping out on Carmella, and you you blowing yeah, it for me, man. Blowing it, but oh, Ralphie would have been bro. a rough day at the office for Ralphie if I was talking. Oh, oh man, messing up my neck dinner, man. Straight bro, it up, a rough day at the office. Oh man, I'm sorry. It was just the James Gandolfini, man. We know, like, he just looks so frustrated and mad. And anyway, but I guess he sends Ralphie to go take him to the hospital. That's crazy. Uh, Georgie, uh, we get a transition. They did a lot of smooth transitions this episode. That's obviously intentional. Uh, we get uh, Tracy walking towards the door, and they transition to Meadow walking towards her door, which is the dorm room. Um, and Meadow, pretty much, it's not really much there. Meadow leaves and goes to Noah's room after Caitlin is having this whole focused conversation conversation about death and how she's seen Meadow get her throat slit. Uh, I'm glad there wasn't no premonition. And uh, but um, yeah, and she goes she goes to Noah's room, and Noah's feeling a little more confident. He's still trying to play this like. 
this caring guy like oh i hope she's okay yeah you know she just maybe we should take her out for a birthday like oh man i mean he, he, she made this so easy for dog bro like right before this is number two that he about to go for the second run and like she made it so easy for dog like he's just like oh maybe we should take her out. like that fake caring for like the friend like he played the long play and he killed, bro. I, I can't say, and I don't like Noah. We're not a Noah fan on this Good Earners Reviewing Sopranos podcast. But like, man, and then like with her, she a little more aggressive on the second time. And that's that tracks. Like normally that first time you figuring out second time, all right, I, feel, I think I got it. And so, um, yeah. Anything I want to add to that Noah and Meadow scene before we keep moving? Because a lot of scenes kind of go a little faster here. Nah, man. Hey, let's just out here wilding. Oh, young Noah got game, boy. Uh, Tracy and Tony. Uh, Janice calls Tony about the house, and Tracy walks up, brawless. Uh, and Tracy shows her teeth. And Silvio, we find out Silvio fronted the money for her braces. Um, and they they kind of have a conversation before she gets on the dance floor about her chompers, her teeth. Um, so she's all natural. Come to find out, she just really just want to get her teeth fixed. Like she didn't use it on her chest, like most of the bada bing girls. Um, my nigga said, my nigga said, come to find out. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> nigga said, come to find out. Well, you know. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, but I wanted to ask at this point: Does she look at Tony as a father or like a lover? Because this is so interesting to me like the way they they never really lean more on one or the other side so what do y'all think i think she just has an admiration for him because she knows he's the boss like she knows he's over all of these guys i don't really think it's sexual i don't think it's a fatherly thing i think it's just like she's looking for affirmation from him She's looking for, oh, you look great. You did a great job. You're taking care of your son well because she knows he holds a position of authority. Mm. It's just, it's unfortunate about how dense she is that she's not getting it, though. Mm. You would think out of the one or two times when she's like tried to get in and get some affirmation, then he'd be like, bro, I don't even know you, that she would kind of get it. But that's also a great job by David Chase and the writers of showing us just how. This is going to sound bad to say, man, like she she wasn't a survivor in this world. She was a little slow, bro. So like mm-hmm. this world, it was going to eat her up one way or the other. And it just so happened to be the way that it did. Yeah. Like, she was going to get ate up out here. Pause. Is it a pause? That really ain't a pause if she getting ate I up. I say, is it a pause? Nah, I don't nah, think it's a pause. That's, that's press play. That's press play. Yeah. We can go. Press play, After man. further review, there is no pause on the field. All right. <laughs> <laughs> first, first and team. <laughs> Oh man, I'm having fun here, man. Um, um yeah, I think it? everything Spike said was on point, man. Okay, I don't know. I, it's just that because it's never, I never get the sense like I really want to be with Tony. You know what I mean? She yeah. doesn't give that off. It's more so like, even with the chest out. Yeah, almost. Nah, not even with the chest out because it doesn't even come on. Says she genuinely yeah, wants true. to show that man her braces. That's true. That's like true. she genuinely wants him to see them. She really like went to went to her kitchen the night before and baked him some date nut bread. Like mm-hmm. that is that stuff you do. You know she got the body. If she yeah. doesn't want it to fuck or just do something like that, be as Gumar. Mm-hmm. She really wanted something. It's almost like you know your uncle comes to the game. 
You know what I mean? To tell him, uh, to check out my hoop game all year. He came out. I just hit a three. I'm looking at up. Uh, like, does he approve? He cheering? Yeah. Like, I don't know. It's kind of that kind of thing. Mm-hmm. It's an interesting thing. I think that I think that tracks for what y'all saying because, you know, later there's another woman that Ralphie deals with that he doesn't have the same sentiment for, Tony, and so it does kind of track here, where it's like here he's like not on that, but later he's on something else. So it's very then, interesting. Then he felt like Ralphie was out of his league. Can't do nothing with this nigga. She need a boss. Uh, Wow. Here he felt like oh, this trash. She's not even on my level. Yeah. But now I, I will. I will because he down. messed with Irina, right? It's it's very. It's just it's just a very interesting thing because he messed with Irina. Spoiler alert. Irina? I think when we get to that. No, you know Irina. Irina, 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 Russian, Irina, 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 and so it's just it's kind of interesting to me, but I guess it, it maybe it has a different allure to him versus. But Irina, of- Irina, um, you know, she's quote unquote cold. She's beautiful. Mm-hmm. She's we beautiful. see what happens in later seasons. So we so we supposed when to Irina believe get that, with like, somebody and Tony how his reaction is to it. Yeah. Okay. But like, you know what so, I mean? Like that's because that's me. It's that possession. Like it's it's a lot of different layers that come with this. Mm, you yeah. got we. You said it earlier, man. That man's married, so it's not really what it is. It's it's, it's, it's beyond that. <laughs> Thanks. Yeah, All the right. principle thing, man. It's the principle. It's about the. I think principles. he even told old dude not to give too much away. But all the women, you all the women in the city, and you got her. Like what you want? That's true. That's true. Tracy, once he got her teeth fixed, she would have been out. She would have been like top tier, I feel like. But she's so young, man. He don't even look at her like that. Like, you a kid, you a child. You're my daughter's age. You're a charity case. Between Meadow. Yeah, you're a charity case. Like, between Meadow and Chicken, a bad bitch. He looked Meadow, at, Meadow and Tracy have different, like, alternate universes. They're, That's their yeah, story. they're trying to tie together like the stories this entire episode. You know what I mean? That's what, and I don't even know if Tony looks at it like that. There's never a moment where Tony thinks like, man, I got to be there for my daughter. Otherwise, she can end like Tracy. It's just something that they do subtly, just showing like these are two different women around the same age that came up two different ways. Look yeah, at how they like it. One's there, yep. We're going to revisit that because I, I want to talk a little bit more about that because it does. this does have a lot of fortunate son-esque vibes that we spoke about, like the connection between the, the young boys, men, or whatnot. But um, Meadow, Noah, and Caitlin, they just they just celebrated her birthday and um Caitlin freaks out seeing a homeless <laughs> seeing, <laughs> right? seeing a homeless woman <laughs> not having underwear. Now the um, newspaper thong was insane. <laughs> I'm trying not to because I want to be Jesus Christ. Let me just nah, say that this, newspaper like, thong was crazy. This episode, it's not supposed to be this funny, I promise you. <laughs> but is, godly, like geez, uh, listen, those are the listen. Like, I'm I'm very sensitive to people that are on the streets that are without houses. Some people they got there because they didn't, you know, they couldn't sell it, but some people they got an unfortunate situation. They was a check away and may have not got there. So I don't want to be insensitive to it, but in regards to this show, it's just the way they do it, it's funny. And so that's why I'm laughing. I'm not laughing for the conditions. Yeah, of you're this not country. laughing at the person. That's here. Yeah, like yeah, I'm because I I hate that. And even then, it's a black woman, so it's like it's not funny in that way. But it's just the way they 
build around it. It's hilarious. I'm sorry. Like, I just, it's hilarious, dude. But, uh, and it goes to what you say, too. They from bigger places. You see this in LA, you see this in New Jersey. Like, this isn't new to them. They want to keep it moving. Um, so, I, it really plays into what you guys were saying earlier about her not being from there. My question was if y'all know why y'all, I'm not putting out like, bro, I'm not going nowhere with you and your crazy roommate. Like, hit me when y'all get done or I'll holler at you before you go. But there is not a there is not a scenario in the history of the world where this bitch already done got on my nerves when I be in the room with you where I'm going to the movie with her. Yeah, well, no, wow. that's that's what you do before you get it. Yeah, like right. I already just, nah, and, well, that, and that being more to my point, I already done smashed and everything. Like play. I ain't going to the movies with y'all. There, there's a second play. <laughs> That's what y'all missing. Are you trying you looking for the threesome? No, no not you the threesome. You think that'll happen? There's a, there's oh. a, there's a, yeah, there's a whole other. We ain't going to a whole other league. <laughs> That's that. I'll, I'll, when I get there, I will see what y'all think. But I think there's a whole other play. Right. That's the only reason. Because uh, yeah, y'all absolutely right. I would say I, I, I was originally going to say I'm really surprised that he's there because it's very evident what his plan was that this wasn't going to last long. Mm -hmm. But I have, I want to get y'all opinion oh, on when he might have come yeah. to that conclusion. Because I got, oh, a, I got an idea when it might have come, and it was like okay. off. It's an off-screen moment. Mm -hmm. I get now that I, now that I'm saying that, and I'm looking at him dip out after they get back to the room, I'm thinking I, that was the play in him going. There's he like, there's like actually two loud. plays. Yeah. I feel like two plays. The play in him going was I'm, yeah. I'm going to use. Okay, yep. yeah, it makes sense now that he went. Okay. Yeah, like that's why I was like, this dude was different, bro. He was, um, man. He a nasty nigga, dude. He, he was nasty. Nasty, nasty dude. Dude. Noah's a nasty Noah. Goodness. Nasty <laughs> Noah. Dog. <laughs> I didn't think he had it in him. I didn't, boy, but boy, did he hit us. Boy, boy this man with the curly hair. Is this Jody? <laughs> They can't handle his responsibilities as a man. They got my vet pregnant. <laughs> Still live with his mama. Well, yeah. Nigga, you was a bitch. <laughs> right. You was a bitch. Uh, we're back at the bottom being Chris Beeper goes off and he complains about working like at 18 hours. He said if, if it was for that, he could be working at Diddy's. Like they'd hire him. Like they would hire him. Bro, that... That is a line that's not supposed to be as funny as it is for me, bro. I was it's literally spot on too. The whole like oh was man, funny. I was rolling. Like, why are you doing Chris this? Still, day at Denny's, bro. It's still, it's funny as hell. This whole episode, is, yes. Man. <laughs> this is a standout seal episode. This definitely a standout seal. Okay, and um, Ralphie is running a choo choo, <laughs> a train with the sheriff. I'm gonna say the line again. What's up with the April crew? <laughs> I don't know what Rafi got going on. This is on. a 5'8", 225 situation. It made me think What's of that. Up? It made me think of that famous uh, Pimp C interview. You're flexing. That's what I'm saying, bro. What's up with the April crew? What are you on, Ralph? Oh, it man. It made me. Why anybody anybody like listening who's familiar with the Pimp C interview, him and Bun, you know, we, oh, we, yes. we ain't no freaks. We family men. We don't be in no room running no trains, doing none of that freak shit. That's all I kept thinking about <laughs> when I watched this scene, man. Because it's they like, because look, bro, look, it all checks out because we'll get some later stuff with Ralph, of course, but like <laughs> we're gonna get some so i'm gonna ask again what's up with the real like like definitely flexing all, all this 
So it's this weird thing. It's like the comments he was making with Jackie Jr. when they was running up on the A-Rab dude, like uh, him kissing Gigi this moment, having dude in there as well. It's like this weird thing where it's like, I, I'm going to wait. I'm going to wait until we what get the I? full conclusion of Ralph. So what I, was what was this scene about, though? Like, why did the cop like, are we supposed to believe the dude was going to press charges? And this was like. Ralphie got his got him some like why why did they show that? Well, I've I never have no really idea. Been clear on that, bro. No idea what the purpose of the scene was because if that was the case, then he wouldn't have still man, been working the there. Do your thing, yeah. Do your yeah, thing. Like room, what else? I gotta be there for? Like, come on, bro. What's going on? I don't yeah, know if what's it was up just with the April Tracy. I don't know what it was. What's up man? with that's the April crew? That's 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 how we go keep. If we weren't naming these by the actual episodes, this episode would be called "What's Up with the April." Running a train at your big age is insane. It's cr- like you got you already it's got her, my nigga. Like you could go ahead and take care of your business if you like, don't like, care. About like, I, I, I don't gotta be there. I promise Bro, it's, you. It's not even. I've like, been there before. <laughs> this here's wild. This is not the chick that like. Oh, she's into the cop dude, and I'm tagging along. No, she's into you. You're just voluntarily. That's crazy, bro. That's nuts, bro. Ralphie is nuts. <laughs> like, yeah, yeah. I, I mean, wild card, bro. Oh man, like, there's nobody like him. That's why I said nobody could have played him because he's like, that's true, man. Man, we get a good another great transition. We get they they pan and we look at Caitlyn and Caitlyn lifts her head up. Uh, it's the same transition, almost like you know, uh, Tracy Walking was. And they talk about the homeless woman having the daily paper in her butt. <laughs> and Noah drops a bomb on Meadow right here when he says uh, he's going to Hampshire to visit his bro, a.k.a. it's time for the slap attack. Uh, bro, this play is such a real play. Is this the moment you're talking about, Rich? Nah. Okay. Nah. All right. Um, so so for me. But it does. Now, now, that, now that I remember this moment, then this is he definitely had it all along. So the, the whole play the, of go ahead. I was gonna say I think the moment I'm thinking of was just confirmation. Okay, but this is where he like this lets me know he had this plan the whole time. Like man, I'm about to be I'm about to be done with Meadow for real. Because you, I think Noah. <laughs> not to be too anecdotal, <laughs> but I think Noah means well. But then he realizes the work of actually keeping this shit going ain't even worth it. The juice ain't worth the squeeze. Like, hmm. you know what I mean? All right, what do you mean, like keeping what going? What regard? I think he means well as like I do like this chick. Like you ever tried to convince yourself into liking a woman? Yeah. Like you know what I mean? Like you mm-hmm. know I I normally don't. But this ain't she ain't normally my type. I wouldn't normally go for her. But you know what? She she cool. Yeah. And let's see where this goes. Mm-hmm. But you know deep down how this shit gonna end. But you still try to be the good guy and do the right things. Oh yeah, I'll go to the movies with you and your friend. All that <laughs> dumb shit that you know you don't want to do. Yeah. And then it gets crazy. Like you know what? I don't. When you Fuck tell yourself this. I don't want to do this dumb shit. Right. Like, not doing. I'm this. start. I'm about to start navigating my exit right oh, now. Oh, I now I'm trying to set it up. Right, trying to set it up to make her not stop fucking with him. You know what I mean? I'm gonna start doing all this like inconsiderate shit. I know you like the fact that I'm considerate. Let me start doing the opposite of it. Yada yada yada. To a point where it's like, you know what? I'm cool. Ah, uh, I see you. So you said off air. I think that, well said. So this this the off air. Like we got no 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 no. no. There's gonna be a moment later on. I'll bring okay. it up. Okay, I'll bring it Cause, up. Because this seems to me, this seems like this is where for me would be the off air. Like. 
the whole play, well, the, the first play, I got two plays I think Noah was playing. The first play was, I'm going to take you and your friend out for her birthday. I'm going to act like this sensitive, vulnerable, caring man to take your friend out. And so it, it's going to it's gonna enchant you, and it's going to also try to help your friend so that I can play this play. Because how many of us, we've been in relationships, and you know your homeboys, you know you want to get with them. You know it's coming up. And so you're trying to figure out how to approach it, like, because you know how it is with certain women. They just don't, for some reason, they don't want you to have fun. Like, you see the memes. Like, and but so that's the like, thing. That's what, but that's what made Noah a sucker, though. He didn't have to front it like that. He could have just been on something like, yo, my boy coming down. Like, no, he you're not invited. He, yeah. <laughs> I'm about to kick right, with him up there. It, right? He older, too. Like, yeah, that's what I'm saying. He didn't have to. Like, you, you, the example you just gave, Mo, that's some shit where you tell your girl up front. Like, you know, you know it's Thursday night. Me and the fellas meeting up to go watch the game. You know what I mean? I know how you are about our quality time. Let's do something tonight. Let's do something on Tuesday to make sure we get that in because I care about that too. Because Thursday, you know I'm busy. I'm not doing shit. He could have easily approached it like that, but the fact that he's trying to run game, let me know. Like, all right. When you're a college student, he on that BS. Like, yeah, that's and, what and, we that's, do. and that's what you do. Like, that's what, what we mean? do. Like, yep. as a college student, we yeah. fully on that BS. Like, we not on honest time, right? <laughs> we Man, not on that. Get, get it out. No that's homes, a OG classic. Bro. Yeah. Yeah, I was definitely on this. Like, this is very familiar. <laughs> man, I, I don't like no, but this is come very out about familiar. About college years, bro. Oh man, y'all don't want to. I thought that we did a college episode. About your college years, bro. Huh? <laughs> nah, I'm talking about the screenplay, the movie, the full movie joint about your college years. That's gonna be crazy. I think it's gonna be, it's gonna be the shit from. Uh, his, it's gonna be the. He's gonna be the shit from Best Man. That movie, that that play, and sh- the book and shit that Harper oh, the wrote. Book, the the, the turn unfinished, unfinished, unfinished business, right? Unfinished, unfinished business. business. Yeah, that's about to be my moment. I'm about to write my own version. I want to see the. I can't wait to see the scene of when you when you and your boys got kicked out of the frat or whatever happened. Oh, man. That, oh, that would have been a great scene. I, I, man, I know. I said it. I can't wait to see yeah, it. Yeah, that would be a great scene. Like I could, I can re- relive oh. that. But y'all go check out another week in the books. Y'all want more of that type of content. Uh, <laughs> we got great yeah. stuff over there, man. Yeah, what episode is that, man? I need to listen to that. I feel like it was a college episode. It might have been on college years. It was college, definitely a college, college episode. episode bro. Yeah, Mo was in his bag then. Yeah, man, I'm in. I'm in a fraternity, so that's why it's funny. That's fine, oh, man. You gonna love this a fraternity, bro? Yeah. Which one? A five. Mm. Alpha. Nice. Wow, I got questions, I but we gonna, I'm gonna yeah. ask you off air. I got so many questions. Matter of fact, I might yeah, bring I it up. I gotta wait till you come back on the show. I got I got so many questions. <laughs> That's fire to me. I can tell by the way your reaction. Yeah, I, bro. See the I never known nobody in person. Like that's why it's like, oh wow. Okay. Oh man. Um them gotta be all off air conversations. Oh uh, yeah. <laughs> okay. All right. But yeah, so Noah gets this off. He gives a kiss on the cheek, but Meadow has that Tony gene. So she's picking up something. She's definitely picking up something when he gives it like a kiss on the cheek, like, yo, I'm going up to Hampshire. You know what he about to do? He about to go, he about to go slamming. He's slamming out there. Like, that's what he's doing. This is not new for Noah. You're fresh meat. Like when you come on campus, that's how they look at freshmen. You're fresh meat. He knew what time it was. He he already has other things lined up. And so uh that is what it is. But uh let me see. We get what we at? the uh, Caitlin's crying, and yeah, we get Meadow go to the crib because Caitlin. Okay, Meadow. Home. Okay, okay, that's why. Okay, gotcha. Uh, so Meadow, she left the dorm and she comes home to the crib, and Carmela's asleep, and she's pretty. Huh? 
Solo, we should know. Solo, right, which is kind of a normal Tony behavior. Tony's not cops. in the bed. Exactly. And she says that Noah be acting two ways, basically. One moment he's affectionate, the next he's distance. We know exactly what that is, bro. And she pretty much doesn't. She says without saying that. I feel again, she's lost her virginity. Like, oh, he better like basically be love me or be want to be with me after what happened. But she didn't go into it with Carmela. There is a genius level that they did this episode where Carmela used very few words to pick up what's going on. When she came home that first time, she was smiling. Well, you're in a good mood. Oh, this now okay. And Carmela didn't say much. This scene right here, Carmela didn't say much. Hey, you brought it up. And then there's the very final closing scene that we'll see. And Carmela doesn't say much. She doesn't say anything and she picks up. So it's very interesting. Carmela steps into the observation role in this episode with Meadow. So it's a very interesting thing here. But um, should Carmela have told her what's up or did she feel like things are good? I'm not going to push her away. Because like, do you feel like she should have told her what's up? Like, hey, look. And it's, I mean, maybe Carmela can't even relate because she's been married. She's been with Tony since high school. So I don't know. Maybe she couldn't even relate. You mean told her what's up? What she like as far as like me, like men, like boys, like this is this is this is a move. Like when they like they nah, hit it let, and quit it. I think you let them figure that out because when you're that age, if I can remember being that age, like nothing, your mom or anybody like older than you kind of tell you, you really ain't taking that shit. Like you take it with a grain of salt. Mm-hmm. You think they old, you young, it's different. You know what's going on, but. As you get older, you see all this shit just the same. <laughs> it's just in different decades. Mm-hmm. But yeah, if you try to be overly ex- explanatory and, and make sure that she know that you know what's going on, she's just going to resist it. So like, I think she did the best thing right there. Just be a mom. Mm-hmm. Not to mention, if she did give advice, she doesn't, wanna, she doesn't want her to lean one way or another when it comes mm-hmm. to somebody like Noah. Because she already knows how Tony feels about it. I give her advice and you fall closer in and know it, and we got to deal with that later. Like, I'd rather just stay out of this completely and let you do your thing. So, mm-hmm. that double with what Spike just said. Okay. Um, we get another scene. So, talking about the night before, I imagine that this is the next day. Tony leaves the Bing, uh, the Bada Bing, and Tracy. The Bing at 9 a.m. in daylight. That's, That's crazy. crazy, bro. This ain't, even, this ain't even the executive yeah. game, bro. Like, uh, but Tracy tells Tony that she's pregnant and she's really looking for Tony's advice. And Tony, in so many words, just says like, "Hey, you know what I mean? Like, do you really want to be bring another Ralphie in this world?" I'm gonna leave it there. Uh, Before he got there, it's like, why are you even coming to talk to me? Like, I told that's you, kept like, why the fuck are you coming? Yeah, like, I like how like we always talk about the character. Not the words, but the the facial features and the mm-hmm. different actions. Like you could tell that James got up. He's like, "Bro, come on, man! Like, what more do I gotta do? Like, I'm looking for Seal. Like, can Seal come save me? Like, bro, get out of my face! I don't care anything about you, Ralphie, your kids, nothing. But since you've cornered me here, here's some advice for you. I'm being a gentleman. Shout out to Marlon. Yeah, man. I don't I'm think he's wrong about it at the moment. Hey. When Marlon first met Bodie, man, Bodie, I'm being a gentleman about it at the moment, man. Like. This is Tony's giving her way too many chances. Like, bro, like, just stop coming up to me about shit like this. Like, stop it. And you look like you said, it's 9 a.m., whatever time it is. Tony looked like he just been through it. I just want to go home and go to sleep. It's all I want. You come and talk about Ralphie's kid. Do y'all think that Tony 
he said he didn't like to get involved in domestic shit. Do you think he might have crossed the line by giving her advice one way or another? He said, do you ever think, no. you ever stop and think it wasn't acting? Right. That was a fire line. Nah, I don't think so because she didn't take his advice. Nah, that's what he said. I don't get involved with affairs over the heart. The heart yeah, but but she didn't she she didn't end up taking his advice. Cause she he said it so much, basically like I mean, basically just telling like you, you shouldn't keep the kid. Like that's basically what he says. Like, oh yeah, yeah. That's that I don't think he overstepped because I think it was a good word of advice. Like Tony has the benefit of knowing Ralphie outside of how she knows him through the bang, through their little side hookups. Like he know like it ain't gonna be nothing good. Like there's no possible way that Ralphie's gonna take care of this kid. Mm-hmm. Were you if surprised you live, if you live to see that? It's probably you, what's in the back of Tony's head. Are you surprised that he gave the advice, given that he was been trying to keep his distance from that type of you know interaction? Like I don't even want you coming up to me talking about this stuff. Now that I'm giving you an answer, this might crack that door open for you to even think you more, so. more shit. I don't think he could resist. Like we know Tony, the narcissist that he is, like. I hate Ralph so much. I at least got to give you this little bit of advice. Yeah, I don't I fuck with you. I don't want you to think that I fuck with you. But on top of all of that, I hate Ralph so much that I want to share this with you. And, you know, we'll deal with whatever afterwards. I think that was. Yeah, I, I don't I don't think it's so much that he hates Ralph. Why? I think because this is post therapy, Tony. I think if we're season one before therapy with the pass outs. That it wouldn't even be, but I think the therapy has created some level of sympathy. I mean, he was sympathetic to a black cop the last episode. He's black and he's a cop. That's enough for him not to be sympathetic. So he had some kind of sympathy, but then eventually just like, man, forget it. And so here it's like her being so persistent at coming at him and kind of being looked at. He kind of looks at her like this wounded animal. So I think that I that's think, what I don't think that he was sympathetic with the cop. I think that we saw it play out as to where even when he made that phone call at the end from the councilman or whatever it was, when he asked him, did he want him to change something? He was like, nah, fuck that. Well, that's what I'm saying. He but. was being more sympathetic with Meadows situation and how he treated Noah. He might have like, I think at some point in that episode, he's he considered that there are different type of black people. You got niggas like Rock and Noah and then the people that stole Meadow's bike. And I think for a split second, as he had that interaction with Rock, I'm like, damn, I ain't mean for the man to lose his job. And all of this goes through his head. And he, now he got to deal with working overtime, Home Depot, all this shit that happens. So he kind of felt sorry for it because what he did to Noah. He never really felt sorry for it. I don't think he, uh, nah, this shaft looking nah, not at not at all. Like he, that, the Noah so, thing, man. because the Noah thing crosses boundary lines for Tony. You're dating my daughter. It's one thing to say I'm doing business with you. It's one thing to have an interaction with you. It's another thing. You are connected to my family and you're black. So I think he could have found a better way to handle the situation, I think, is what he thought. Yeah, that's what I I, I, I agree. But but, but I think there is a. But even that is still there's a sympathy in it because it's like. It could be it is what it is from the gate. Like, it don't have to be like I could have left it like, yo, get it handled, get the ticket off and do whatever, whatever. But then when he finds out like, oh, dude has mental things, people on the force, whatever, yada, yada. He tries to like make it work. And then he realizes like, you know what? Forget it. It ain't even worth it. But I think that I do. You see what I'm saying? I'm sorry, go ahead. No, I, I do think that it's the ego thing, though. Just like when he found out that 
Shaft, Charles S. Dutton, when he found out that now he has to work at Home Depot to make ends meet because he's not eligible for overtime, he's not eligible for all the things that he had when he was a cop. I think that his thought process was with the guy that he called to get it fixed was, damn, you could have handled that a lot better. I wasn't asking you to nuke the man whole life. I was just telling you to take care of my ticket. So he felt sympathy with how he handled the situation with Noah. I'm a lot smarter than that to handle that where my daughter's going to be mad at me for dating some black guy. I didn't have to call him Sambo or Tarzan to make the jokes that I did, but I was just so upset. So I think he was sympathizing with the situation and how he handled it and how the dude handled it versus the people. <laughs> well, I always, <clears throat> I've always looked at, I found interest in Tony in the in regards to how much of this is the profession that he's in, right? You know, learn behaviors and stuff like that. He's learned a lot of this stuff versus is this how I really feel or is this how I'm like so used to acting? Mm-hmm. And we get those small moments where we have, you know, the the um, Charles S. Dutton episode and moments like in this episode where he looks at everything from a whole and like, you know what? Maybe this is who I am as Tony Soprano, the person. But what I do and who I run with and the things that, you know, that make me money and lifestyle, I can't afford to be this person. Hmm. I can't afford to unlearn that shit. You know, my pops grew up racist, so I grew up racist or learning racist behaviors. Maybe I don't feel that way, but I don't even got time right now to even unlearn, learn all that shit. Like, fuck it. This is who I'm part of. This is what I do. That's just the life now. So it's easy to let. Yeah. You know, the old Tarzan movies and all that shit fly off the tongue. But it's also common for you to stop and look at, yeah, I don't like black people. So everything I say, you would think that I would even have this moment of clarity right. about, damn, I ain't want him to stop. But like I said last week, Tony's still one of those people, a good earner. Like, damn, you can't earn no more. I was never meant to stop you from earning. Like every man, black, white, brown, yellow has the right to do that. Mm. Even if I need my 15 percent of my taste. You mm. still have a right to earn, and I think there's something Tony respects about that. So he, he's a very complex a character, point. man. We learn a, a lot point. about him, and we don't. That's a great point. I think you're right. Like riding that, riding a wave of racism. Like I, this is how it is. This is a part of the Costa Nostra. This is part of the thing of theirs. This is how it's always been. So we're gonna continue that thing, even though they're going, they're in at the end, and they're continuing to the next generation. Really, they could probably make more money trying to have outsourcing with black people, with Asian people, with Hispanic people. But, you know, again, he's holding on to the generation before the last little bit of the juice that is left in regards to the mob. You know what I mean? Because he's maybe that's the maybe that's the maybe that's the Dicky Moltisanti that he gets, you know, as we see in many states of Newark. Maybe he maybe since he's seen that, there is a little bit of piece of that as well. I like it. That's a good point. That's great. Good callback. Um there's a Sopranos breakfast. Uh AJ says we're out of syrup. And again, Meadows over here for the, I don't know, the second, third time. And she's reading a newspaper just like her father. And she reaches her hand out trying to get a refill on the juice, which is nuts. That was wild. That was yeah. wild. Like and we got beat up in a black house. All the people that are listening that may not be black mm-hmm. and y'all think would well, this shit fly in a black household? This is the perspective we're here to give you on the Sopranos. Ew, and you would have got your ass whooped for that. Quick. 
having your hand hanging out. Are you crazy, bro? You, that glass and you would have been knocked out. Fuck you think I am? Yeah, right. Uh, anything y'all, y'all get again. from this this small scene, this breakfast scene? No. Okay. Well, there's something that I wanted to bring to this scene. This episode is sponsored by a product. It's Ant Multisantis. Most people are familiar with Log Cabin and Aunt Jemima, but leave those old syrups behind. In the past, you, you get some of those old syrups, but now we got the new syrup. It's Aunt Multisanti syrup. Make a fresh Carmella plate in the morning. Peppers with eggs, pan-seared gabagool, and some hotcakes. Get your Aunt Multisanti syrup now. Hey, you mean you mean Johnny Cakes? <laughs> we see we gonna see you need that with the Johnny Cakes. You need the Aunt Multisantis with the Johnny hey, Cakes. Hey, Johnny Cakes is fucking wild. Bro, the Multisante syrup on the Johnny Cakes is crazy. Yes, bro, the lean that is, is so hard. They lean so like all right, man. I I, I can't. Hey, I stick can't. with first time listeners, man. Jeez. Stick with us for a few more Please. seasons, man. We'll get to Johnny Cakes. Johnny Cakes is the wild shit. Oh uh, man, I made a meme about. It. I might have to send y'all that meme I made a minute ago. I made these rainbow. Cake hey man, we might get banned after the episodes, man. We <laughs> might, insane, they might shut our shit down. We man. ain't, we, we, we ain't, we ain't been that one, one joke too many. Now. Well, we ain't made, we ain't been direct, so that's what makes us. We probably uh, we might, we, we might make one joke too many when it comes to that. Uh, yeah, but but see, we ain't been direct, so you can't pull out words or anything. So it ain't no direct. So I think we're gonna be able to float through because we we smooth like that. That's what black people do. There you uh, go, man. All right, now this is Caitlin comes to Noah's room and he's studying. And I got one question: Did he or didn't he? Nah, he didn't. But if that's only because it was Caitlin, if it was anybody else, I'd have been like, "Yeah." Spike. He didn't. He didn't. She's too weird. Yeah, it was. Uh, it, it, but that being said, that there would have been no other reason for me to let her in my dorm. She. I, there, there would have been absolute like she. She got too far in on the door open. I would have straight stuck my head out like, hey, what's up? I'm yeah. not here. Don't. And we out of there, bro. Like, it ain't too much to talk about. Can you join? Like, nah, ain't none of that happening. Especially if I ain't finna clap her. I'll say that right there, man. Spike is on something, man. Because you ain't even, there's no point of you even being in my, being in my talking room. about, right? This is, this is, this is why I disagree with y'all. Nah, man. Because that's clapping. like. Play That's like the episode of Martin when Miss Trinidad came and he was like, Man, if for all this, I'd have got some. Like, just the idea and the thought of her being in that room, and metal had any suspicion, knowing That's I didn't. Too much risk anyway. Yeah, like if it's, I'm going to let you in, you get your ass out. Like, I don't even like you enough what, to, for you to be hanging with me in my room just to sit on my bed. Like, no. There's no way you're going to be able to explain that to your woman. If she just pop up, I'm gonna come and take like man. No way you can explain that. New fl- news flash. That ain't his woman. <laughs> That's first thing. Second uh, thing. At that point, it was he didn't want it to end that way. You know what I mean? He didn't want it to end. Oh, I came and called Caitlyn in your we, room. But we underestimate Noah because yeah. I believe he did, and I know there's a small crowd of people that believe this. Most people don't like y'all, but there's a small crowd to believe. The reason I believe he did because bro, the act is off. Metal's not here. You don't have to do anything. Like you did all of that to get get the draws, you got the draws already. It's over, but now Meadows not around, and you still trying to be the fake good guy, or are you not trying to be the fake uh, yeah. good guy? I think he's so, being the fake good, but he too smart to have done that though. She no, not, no, here, she not no, that's that one. On he's raps, too smart to have not done it because I no, feel like everything. That, he, no, fucking no. her is definitely not a smart move. It, She's bro, it didn't, it literally didn't insane. 
Yeah, already... no, no, no. It it matters, bro. It matters. Like I don't think I some think of the different. best pussy that did you turn down is gonna be some of the best decisions that you make in your life. Excuse me. Like every chick can't be smashed, and if you got all the red flags that she's presented you with, there's no way that this is gonna go over well. And for him to have thought it out this much on how he did later in the episode with the 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 the, the drop off, like he wouldn't have sacrificed that for this. That, that, that little piece of ass don't even seem like it was worth it. I definitely couldn't have but, been but, worth it. But here's the thing. So when they did the little transition from Tracy, like, you know, giving head to the cop, and then they transitioned back to Caitlin lifting her head up, it was kind of angled like it was at Noah. Your arm's too short to reach that long, Mo. I, I'm telling That's you, bro. I, I believe this, you, dog. I'm, I'm, I, I believe that, like, because everything after this to me, I feel like it was just a, I feel like he was just trying to set up everything around it just to get out of it. That was like the contingency plan. If nothing else, if I can't get out of this, I slept with your roommate. I don't think he, yeah. I don't think he would, that wouldn't have been a flex to him. Like that wouldn't have been. A, no, I don't think it was about the flex. I think it was about getting out of it. Yeah, but that ain't his get out though. He that ain't his get out. That. There's That's too many other women on campus out. that yeah. he could have done I mean, that His with. dad is white. She's white. I don't know. That's a that's a sloppy nigga. Get out, bro. Yeah, like, I don't sloppy, think, think y'all like think sloppy. y'all don't think uh, Noah sloppy. No, absolutely not. That nigga tactful. That nigga was <laughs> deliberate. He ain't sloppy at all. All right, that nigga was working with precision throughout this. I don't episode, think he did, but bro. it was a very weird play for even have her in the room. Like we I'm, 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 like I'm gonna that. find some Reddit. I'm gonna try to find some Reddit threads, and I'm gonna put it in our group chat and see what y'all think about. Like, cause some people they get way more into it. And they'll be like, this is why, or this is why not. I'll so, yeah. No, I'm. I'll say more about it when we get to the scene where he popped back up. Okay. It'll tell you another reason why he didn't do it. Okay. Uh, we're gonna we're gonna go through a few things kind of quickly because everything just starts to kind of transition. Um, we get a bada being scene. We find out Tracy's missing. Uh. <laughs> We get another scene, Meadow and Caitlin. It's real short. Caitlin's saying she's about to go out of town or whatever. And and it was quick after she talked about the pine trees. Meadow's like, Yeah, I'm about to leave. I'm going to Noah's room. Um Yeah, I got anything to add between the bottom being in the meadow and Caitlin. Okay, I'm gonna keep moving. We go to Ralph and Tracy. They're watching a gladiator movie. <laughs> Ralph Chris recommended. And Chris recommended it. Chris swear, Chris swear he a film buff. He swear, God, like, uh, I'm about to say I can't even remember the dude from season two. I was like, where's uh the director? I can't even remember his name. I was like, where's John Favreau? Where's John Favreau when you need him? Uh, but yeah, Chris told him to watch the movie, and he talks about Kurt Douglas having a flat top in <laughs> ancient Rome. Um, that's the original Gladiator that they watch. Yeah. Yeah, that's the original movie version of it. You know, there's a later version that got Russell Crowe in it. Yeah, that's, that's the, the one that Ralphie fuck with. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's the that's the first version of it. Uh, he sends Tracy to go get him a fresca, and they transition <laughs> from that to fresca. Fresca's crazy. Yeah, fresca. Uh, they transition. They go a lot of quick transitions. Noah and Meadow, and Noah is going on and on about this C minus. I. He definitely wouldn't have told Meadow that she was in his room if he was smashed. That's the play. That is the play. Okay, what's the play? What's the, the play, play was 
all right, now she's here in my room. Now that shit is bleeding over into my personal life. Even when you're not around, she thinks I'm her friend. I'm letting her in the room now. This like look, the same reason that you're using and saying, oh, wow, I smashed your roommate to get out of it. It's all oh, this is too much pressure for me. You guys are too much. It seems like she seems to be a, a partner deal with you because she keeps like pulling up on me. I told you she was in my room. I couldn't study. I had to talk her through some bullshit. That was the play when he let her in. That was the whole play. All right, now I got a reason to get up out of this and I can blame your crazy ass roommate who thinks that we're more friends than we are. Like, you just come with too much baggage. Honestly, George Costanza, the voice, it's not you, it's me. Man, what you know about George? And as somebody, as somebody who's been on the opposite <laughs> of the end of that, yeah, who like missed out on the play with a chick because I had an ex who was on some wild shit, there's nothing you can say to that. No matter how cool you are, how good you are. I remember pleading where, like, yo, that's not even, no, listen, you know. You got to, that's too much. I'm not dealing with that. Like, good luck to you. You still good in my book, but that's just nothing I can do. And that, and that's just what it is. That is the perfect play. Cause there's no response to that. There's no pleading. There's no, this is a personal decision. I made a I C plus. I'm here to go to school. I can't do this. That if was circumstances were different. I'd be all in, but they ain't different. I got to look out for me. This is what I'm here for. This is why well, I came to this campus for this goal. Messing with you is going to stop that goal from happening. Sorry. That's how diabolical this nigga is. Yeah. So yeah, more yeah. so than smashing, not smashing, but using the the bad grade to yeah. be the entryway to why he breaks up with her later. Yeah, was crazy. He's not a dirt bag. Yeah, he's not a dirt bag. This is like hide. Well, you would think. Well, yeah, well, well, yeah, yeah like okay. him. This I, is on the level of what saying. he does. You know what I'm saying? Because yeah, if he was like us, then we're gonna. Do, uh, yeah, I'm we're doing two. Her. We're and doing two. Yeah, like we're doing two, two for what? We out of here. <laughs> we're doing both of y'all can get. Both yeah, of y'all right. can kick rocks. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We. Yeah. <laughs> you're right. See, yeah, you're right. Okay, so on in that way, he's not like a scumbag. In like, if he was like hundred percent black, that like, was all about my black. studies and the I person I am and my dad being in the business. I just can't deal with all of this stuff, man. You know, Nigga, I want to have options once I graduate from Meadow. Can't yeah. make C pluses. Are you serious? Definitely give give us the Canadian black vibes right now. Like some Rich, Craig, no, oh some Craig David, <laughs> Aubrey Graham right now, dude. <laughs> Craig David from Canada. <laughs> yeah, hilarious. Dylan, Dylan Brooks. Dylan, Dylan Brooks. Brooks one hundred percent. you know the Canadian black. Damn. You know, like. Nah, I know where your, man's, Dylan from? Brooks where your man's from that won't shoot the ball. Is he from Canada too? Ain't he from so, Canada? Toy Where your man's from that won't shoot the ball? <laughs> I, I can't shoot. think his name. Played for Philly. Oh, ain't played uh, in two years. Ben Simmons. Ben Simmons. Now he's from Australia. Canada too, ain't he? Oh, he's from Australia. Australia. Yeah. He's from Australia. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Dang, NBA expanding, boy. <laughs> <laughs> uh, There's a nigga who ain't watched since Jordan's second three feet. <laughs> I know they, they. They. Yeah, I know they got. I know they've had overseas players. I'm not. I'm not in part of the loop. But <laughs> that, watch since was, Kobe was alive. That's crazy. That was a that's <laughs> crazy, son. Uh, we gonna have a we gonna have a sports conversation part two on that joint, um, but yeah. So Silvio, <laughs> I love Sil, bro. Silvio pulls up to Tracy and Ralphie's. One of my favorite characters, bro. Silvio, I can't wait to see our top up. five when we done with this. Like I said, the other content I got for us, it's gonna this probably be some Patreon type stuff when we get that, that get to that point. But like Silvio, it, it knocks on the door. And Ralph is like, I don't know who it is. And it's weird because Ralph is kind of like, 
he's not protected, but he's kind of like has a little bit of his own principle here. Like I told you she was busy. I told you she was doing this. I told her that. But then when he found out that she owes Seal $3,000, he was like, hey, all right, wrap it up. You got to go. Wrap it up, Business B. for everything, man. Because. This thing of ours. Yes, thing of ours. And then he's a money man. It always comes down to money with him. And we'll see later when there's somebody that tries to ask him for a loan, he realizes, nah, that don't work because I can't do certain things because oh, he's yeah. a money man. So one of my favorite parts. Is, that's oh, one of my, my favorite scenes. Favorite, one of the oh, smartest plays, too. Oh, yeah. I love it. So he wanted to do it so bad. Too. Oh, so bad. He's like, I, and I really like you. I, really <laughs> I really like can't. I can't. That was the best. That, that might have been the best Ralph's ever been. Facts. Yeah, that might. Uh, well. I, I can't. I ain't gonna even. Since I spoiled some stuff last week, I'm not gonna even. <laughs> right. You, <laughs> you, you, you giving out second to last episode shit last week. Second bro. to last episode. Oh, show this comment. I'm like, hold on, man. <laughs> well, Spike, Spike the one that gave the episode. I didn't say the episode. Spike gave up the episode. I just said I liked it. I just said I liked it. But That's I didn't say where. I just said later. And Spike said the specific episode. So we in this together, bro. <laughs> <laughs> I take that with you. But nah. Um, what did y'all think about this scene, though? Wait, when Seal came to get her? Mm-hmm. This shit was great. This was oh, fucking... Man. This was ultimate Sopranos. Well, somebody just cut off the This podcast. was the <laughs> first scene of the Sopranos where, nigga, he rolled over your boy with the car and was like, Chris, what the fuck are you doing? Like, come on, where you, where you at, bro? This was similar to that. I love that she thought that, nigga, since I'm fucking Ralph, I can lay up for two or three days. And mm-hmm. like, man, get the fuck. That ain't even how this for the work at all. I love how Seal pulled up. He knew where her crib was. He he ain't even pay Ralph no mind. I ain't even got to bring you outside to explain to you what's going on, my nigga. I'm coming to get her. She finna go to work. I love this scene, bro. Ralph, Ralph yelling in the background. Her mom watching the kids, man. Mind your fucking man, business, Ralph. I ain't even talking to you, bro. Mind mm-hmm. your business because you don't even know. Because he let stuff slide in the bing earlier. Yeah. He did, man. I love Seal's demeanor, his whole swag when he came and got her. Like, bro, y'all all, everybody at this house got me fucked up. Ralph, you like two seconds away, bro. Just stay in your lane. I'm going to stay in mine, but you stay in yours. Uh, what what do the kids say? Three days she missed work. Yeah, man. I forget what the kids say, man. Staying on business. Yeah. yeah. Seal always stands on business. Like, Staying three on business. Into me. Three Facts. grand, she's not letting this shit slide. Hell nah, she's not missing work another day. She up here making you, she ain't even, she bringing you a Pop-Tart on a plate. <laughs> like she just made a sandwich or something. Man, get the fuck up and get to work. Bro, Stop one, pop, one Pop-Tart, and, they come in pairs, dude. Like, and still don't even notice she's pregnant. Like imagine how right. pissed off he would be if he knew she was pregnant. Because again, right. this bitch owe me money. Like you, you can't even work Ralph. if you're pregnant. Well, saying, yeah. you That's another that- reason Ralph he stepped out the way because he knows yeah. like I'm not about to have her debt rolling the mind. Like I'm, I'm not about to have anybody. Somebody gonna have to pay. And Ralph could have right. did it, but he that's his ego. Like he he, yeah, he got but, three. I'm not paying three. three. Yeah, he got it. But he got Ralph it looking sure. at it like, bro, I'm not paying three grand for you, a Serious? Yeah, I think um I can't remember where I listened. I've listened to a lot of shouts out to all. If you ever listen to our show, shout out to all the Soprano podcasts. I've listened to probably every one of them at least an episode. So shout out to all of those that are in this space. Uh, I think this was a this was an episode I believe based on one of those that I listened to where David Chase wanted to showcase these guys are not lovable. These are not lovable guys. These are horrible guys. And seeing this scene was like one of those definitive moments. And then of course the later Ralphie scene, him Silvio punching Tracy 
It's like shows like we thought, oh, Silvio's cool. He loves his kids and he respects Tony and he understands therapy and all that. And then we see this is like, oh, whoa, wait, whoa. You know what I mean? So this is to show us. Uh, I think I believe that somewhere it was said that like this was intentional to, to keep us reminded that these guys are not good guys. They're, they're not, you know, the, the American dream, so to speak. These guys are horrible guys and they're getting it how they live. And this episode is one of those that to keep us constantly reminded. So, um, but yeah, I mean, I get it. But what do y'all think that is again with Ralph? What it, what is this? Like, what is the laughing about? You have any idea? He's sick. He's a sick dude, terrible man. human being, like you just said. He's sick dude. Like this shit is a game to him. He's a kid. Hmm. Like you're saying, if AJ had grown up, like all of this shit is a game. It's not even serious to him. He has no emotional connection to her at all. And he got she got a baby. She pregnant. I think the laughing and the like showing the little shots of him in the mirror, it, it just shows to how much of a game that he's playing and everybody else is in the real world, bro. You over here in a fucking la la land. Wow. Talking about gladiator hitting niggas in chains in the face with chains. Like you're in fucking la la land, dude, and everybody else is in the real world. It's still, I think he played it well. Like going back to, I, I ain't trying to hear none of your shit, bro. I'm coming in here to take care. I'm as, as rich, I'm coming here to stand on business, bro. Me and you ain't got nothing to talk about. Mm. Hey, you think I, I about how sick Ralph is? That woman's burying my child. And he I'm know laughing it. about her getting I'm slapped laughing up. about her getting smacked. Yeah. He, I'm, I'm and living I'm in a fantasy a world, bro. He's living hey, in a kid. complete fantasy world. She ain't been fucking nobody else. Bro, she's in the VIP section. What do you mean? <laughs> Doming niggas up. But she ain't like Ralph the only one splitting it. Oh, you sure about that? <laughs> I'm very positive. She was she seemed like she she and again I think that's the the yeah. what they're trying to portray here too. Like she don't seem like a fast, well thought out girl. Like she probably ain't fucking a whole lot of yeah, dudes. She probably right. think that this fucking Ralph was a come up. She found out he was a fucking weirdo, crazy person. Yeah, you're right because it seemed like like that's the only person to get the access. She probably do the yeah, other stuff. Like she she'll dance, she'll get exposed. She's making her money. Yeah, but she not gonna like you not like yeah. That seemed about right. Yeah. <laughs> She think Ralph a meal ticket. That's crazy. Man. Man. They transitioned to the laughing with the Sopranos. They did a great job with all of the laughing transitions on this episode. All of the transitions on this episode. Uh, they're having a good old time. They're laughing about the mundane things, empty milk cartons in the fridge and football having them hypnotized. And Jackie walks in, kisses his mom. Jackie walks out. Anything I want to add to that scene? Uh, we just the extra? real quick that we just get to see a family a dinner and someone else's crib other than the Sopranos. Uh, they're oh, yeah, right, right. Um, breaking bread with your crew. We don't really get to see that a whole lot. Um, so the fact that it is Ralphie and um Seal, we know things are tense with Ralphie, all that kind of stuff, but still let you know that they all all's good on the home front. Hmm. True. Okay. Good, good point. Meadow meets and a, no a good oh, go a good line in that little dinner there. Like they always slide him in when uh Rosalie said men have the attention span of children, and the one that commented on it was Ralph. I'm sorry, oh. what'd you say? Like I think that was really good at yeah. tying in all the child adolescent shit that we've seen from him in this episode and since his character has been introduced. That was real good. That, you're Very right. I, I forgot that. I forgot mm -hmm. that. That was a great pool. Great pool. Yep. Um, but yeah, uh, Meadow and Noah 
I mean, Metal meets Noah's father. Uh, y'all first time around, were y'all surprised that Noah's father was white? No, they told us. No. Remember? Absolutely not. Oh, when, he said when, that. Um, okay. When he remember when Tony. he asked him, like, you know, uh, where you from, Noah? Your dad, yeah. Right. Yeah, I'm Italian. Like, oh, my mother's African American. My father's my Jewish. Like, Jewish. Oh, and they can't okay. ask you about religious affiliation. So what you check? African American. I said we knew. Hmm. Yep. It's a very interesting thing. Um. Yep. You think that his father actually knows Tony Soprano on what he does because he's an entertainment lawyer? So this is this is my play. Okay. Well, not necessarily a play, but this is the moment I think Noah and his dad had a conversation off screen, which led to the abrupt breakup. For one, mm. Noah was still kind of into her just a little bit. If he wasn't, then this is real diabolical. Because you don't just introduce people to <laughs> your parents. That's true. You know, I, mean, I can see if it was on some like, oh, we ran into you at the mall type shit. I didn't know you was going to be here. I happen to be here with Meadow. But this is a planned dinner. Mm. Right. So you are planning to introduce her to your pops. Part of me thinks that after this conversation. And, and another thing is. Most parents, they asking about you. They might ask what your parents do. But he specifically asked what kind of work is your father into? Not like what do your parents do with shit like that. So maybe that's an old set mind th- uh, 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 frame of thinking. Or maybe he really knew like Soprano, huh? Like, is this your dad? What does he do? And afterwards, he told Noah, like, absolutely not. Because we know to what extremes he goes. He put a yeah. restraining order on Caitlin. Mm. You know what I mean? And Noah even knew that. Like, you obviously don't know my dad. Like, if you think they're not right. playing about No that. smiles. So he probably said, yo, get rid of this girl. Like, this is not why you at Columbia to mess with some mobster's daughter. Like, what are you doing? <laughs> and and it wasn't even what you do. It was real sort of what business is your father in? Yeah. Like, what yeah. type? Like, not even what's his profession, where did he make right. his money? What what business does he do real snob and arrogant like Noah is too? I also thought it was funny they mentioned uh Tim Daly. I think his name's Tim Daly. Dick they, Wolf. they brought him up. I didn't catch that. Yeah, they brought up Dick Wolf, but they brought up Tim Daly. Remember, because he said, and she was like the uh, from Wings, and they said, yeah, he did I his did. deal for oh, Fugitive. Man, what a pool! And, and that was dude that was being, in here. Yeah. Uh, he was. <laughs> yeah, Tim, Tim what Daly a pool. ends up being what a pool. Damn, even, that yeah. was a good catch. I never even put I that I didn't catch that. You Great said that. That show is a dude from Wings. Tim Daly. Oh God, boy! He ended up being a Sopranos. That's, that's crazy. Good, that's some really good material right there, nigga. Yeah, I can't. He started coming into the scene. Damn. I wrote. <laughs> <laughs> Look, see, that's all I'm saying, bro. It's so much laughter here. I love it. Oh, Sopranos is a funny show. Every episode is, is a different man. show. It's a comedy, bro. It is a comedy show. I guess. Oh, <laughs> um, yeah, but I think that was a good. That's a good uh, pull, Rich. That off-screen conversation that probably happened between Noah and his dad. I think a lot of it has been giving like Noah that. apprehension up to this point, but his dad gave him the final nail in the coffin. Like, nah, yep, you're right. Whatever you were feeling, you about to end it. You told me about the roommate, whatever you need to use to get out of that, get out of that. Because you can tell that they like they think that they consider themselves a blue blood family. Like this mm-hmm. man is this man is referring to Dick Wolf as just like a whoever. Like Dick right. Wolf, that man ran TV for twenty years with Law and really? Order and all the different spinoffs from it, and he looking at him like, you're uh, cover. whatever." Get that. <laughs> Wait, throw- yeah, I love that show. And that by was the really way, the final nail in the coffin for dude. Like oh, she watched New York yeah. Undercover. That well, nigga and, and don't forget New York Undercover. There was an episode <laughs> where 
Mustang Sally was on that episode. Oh, really? he, was de- he was dealing guns to the blacks. So the blacks, the blacks, this the guy. Blacks. I'm a part flexing. of the blacks. I'm flexing, you're flexing. <laughs> we need them shirts for sure. Do need them. You're flexing shirts. Yeah, that, that's the first. That's the first release right there. With with you're the flexing. yeah the emoji, all that. Um. Yeah, I, I, it also speaks to uh, when they had the conversation after the dinner. It speaks to Meadow. She grew up in a household with loyalty. Like when they were going to see the movie, um, Dimension 13, and she said, I told Caitlin I would call her versus Noah's like, man, forget it. Like, drop it. Like, look, she's ruining our lives, whatever. It speaks to the difference in their upbringing because Meadow is loyal to those that are loyal to her. I feel like she feels because her father, how she's seen him rock versus Noah has a whole different interpretation. Um, but what did y'all think she about that? Tone deaf. I thought she was kind of tone deaf. She should have understood why. I, I'm not. You gotta I, no, understand I, why nobody want to hang around your crazy friend, man. No, that's, like, that's, that's insane. That's big facts. I, I agree, but I think that what what's in now, her you? Blood, that was a good point that you said. You're yeah. absolutely right. I, I, I do agree with you in that, but I do think that she was kind of tone deaf in the sense of like, well, what, what are we doing? Like, yeah. But I mean, like, this, this is like Tony Dillon Christopher Montesati. It's like I should have. The minute I found out, you said they they'll pay season one. They'll pay me to play myself in a movie talking about the mob stuff and script and trying to be an actor. I should have whacked you then. You wasn't made or nothing. So, but I'm loyal to you as Tony Soprano because you're my nephew. So I feel like there's like that element in her blood, but you're absolutely right. It's tone deaf. Um, You know anything about Dementia 13 or Dimension 13, Rich? I didn't know. I, I looked it up, but it was a lot of details and I didn't care enough to Bring all that to the table. I didn't know if you looked it up or didn't, but it is what it is. Nah, man. That, nah, that was a little bit out of my wheelhouse. All right. Um, Ralph in the Bada Bing. And here we go. This is like the whole uh, build around the episode. Tracy disses Ralph twice, and rightfully so. And Gigi says, I like this girl. And I think he likes her because she can do what he can't do. And it's to get back at Ralph. Her two, her, she's like, are you even a man? Which is so weird. Again, we talked about how we feel about Gigi. Like, it's just this weird thing where, like, Gigi doesn't have uh, captain qualities. He's really, he would be a great soldier like he did when he killed uh, Philly Parisi. Um, but, yeah. They go outside. She smokes a cigarette while being pregnant. You're a mother. In the words of Kiki Palmer's baby daddy, you're a mother. <laughs> this whole thing is a toxic situation. This is a, this is toxic between them two. Uh, he starts, Ralph starts to have a conversation with her and he starts to set it up beautifully. Say, I'm going to take care of my son. If he's my son, I'm going to name him Ralphie. <laughs> If it's our daughter, we'll name her Tracy. <laughs> it should be a whore like our mother. <laughs> so G- just, real quick. Yeah, go go for it, man. <laughs> I just put in uh, Dimension 13 in chat, GBT. It's, the film combines elements of family drama with traditional horror moffats. It's a low-budget feature, and while not critically acclaimed, it's by Francis Ford Coppola. 
in part of his later works is notable for its atmospheric tension and as an early example of his filmmaking talent. It's about a lady who hid the death of one of her family members. Mm. She died while they were on the lake. She dumped her in the lake instead of reporting the death and tries to get closer to the mother-in-law to ensure she's still included in the family's inheritance. Wow. So, interesting. interesting. What, think what year did it come out? 1963. Hmm. Yeah, it's a black and white. I, it, I wonder what the connection is to here because I mean they, that's very intentional. Obviously, every film they bring up is intentional. Yeah, it's some. It has something to do with it. One hundred percent. Well, y'all can go to. Um, I don't know him personally, but shouts out to Soprano Itopsy. Go check out his website. Uh, he has he has every episode detailed. <laughs> y'all can check it out. He has little clips, all kind of stuff. He he was on um, Talking Sopranos with Steve Sharippa and um, Michael Imperioli. Uh, he's one of the super fan episode that they did. He's very good at what he does. I can check out, check that out. I don't go to that before I get to here because I like to make sure we have organic original thoughts when we do good earners. So I don't study or read his page during our podcast, but if y'all want some deeper delving things, I feel like he probably has touched up on dimension, dimension 13. Um, but yeah, Ralph goes outside she she spits on him she gets a punch off and she said and then he punches her back and she said okay that makes you feel like a man and then he he gets triggered he pretty much kills her walks in puts his fist in a ice and he says that she fell and slipped i don't know tony wells off on him and that's the scene what do y'all it's a lot there what stands out to y'all man sad scene Yeah, three in a row, man. We get three crazy episodes. Not crazy, but brutal kind of scenes in these episodes. Yeah. You know, starting with uh, what happened with Dr. Melfi. Yeah. And um, Employee of the Month. And then last week, we get the... Uh, the week before last. Yeah, Employee of the Month with Dr. Melfi. And then what oh, happened you're last right. You're right. You're right. Another two-pick. My bad. Yeah, another two-pick was uh, the scene with uh, Old Man Bakula. Mm-hmm. You know, that whole scene. And uh, we get this one. And... Mm-hmm. You know, this caused a lot of people to cancel their HBO subscriptions in real time. Yeah. It's a big really? uproar about that. Absolutely. This is this episode. 2001, this is this is really gory. Yeah, this caused a lot of people to uh it, it was like a point at that time. You can find old articles about people abruptly ending their HBO viewerships. Uh I remember I think the one of the heads for NBC wrote a letter to other like TV executives talking about this and like you know, this is a bad standard for television and yada, yada, yada. Um, which, of course, it was later said, you know, it was probably just jealousy that they couldn't have, they couldn't do the freedom, had, didn't have the freedom that shows like Sopranos did. Um, but outside of obviously the terrible tragedy, just to let you know Ralph is a piece of shit, which we already knew what, how fragile his ego is. All it took was her questioning his manhood. And like mm-hmm. we said, we'll we'll talk more about Ralphie and his manhood as the you know seasons go along. But how oblivious he was to what he just did. Mm-hmm. There was no panic about him. There was no he walked in and all, all you could think about is he needed some ice. What happened to Tracy? Uh she fell. We had an argument. Like she like he had no regard for any of that shit. Like everybody else is taking life seriously, but Ralphie. 
And it was a big thing when Tony put his hands on him. Like, that's a big thing. You talk about that made thing. That's the rule that you want broken, um, Mo. You know what I mean? Because you deserve to have your hands put on you, which he does. That turns into a big issue for Tony coming up in these next few episodes because he did kind of violate. Hmm. Yeah. Um, add to that part? Speaks to what we was just saying. Like you, you talked about him laughing in the window. This nigga living in a complete fantasy world. Totally different and removed from everyone else. And in a in a a, a reach, it goes to show like what mental health untreated looks like in their world. Like we've seen several people like say that they talk to psychiatrists or whatever it may be. Tony Soprano's inner circle when it come when they were more comfortable that they knew he did it. But when we're talking about Ralphie, like this is mental illness. Like he is clearly detached from the real society, but he's able to be functional. So people put up with it. And you talked about it when he went back in. I need some ice. Like he hadn't, it haven't even, it hasn't registered to him. And you just beat a woman to death, a pregnant woman to death. And my man just went back in there and like sit down and like finna have a drink. He come outside with a drink. Even the rest of these niggas being sociopaths as well and killers and murderers, they still can't process this and be like, well, yeah, all right, just like wrap the but like they were still appalled. And this nigga, like, it didn't even register to him that this was wrong. So I, I think it goes to show like one of the things that they're saying re- very subtly is like this is what mental illness is in their world. Like most of the time it goes unchecked. Most of the time people aren't being treated about it. And most of the time when people bring it to their front door, it's like, oh, what the fuck are y'all talking about? We're all murderers and killers. Ah, but you different, my nigga. Two other things real quick before uh, passing off to you, Mo. We talked about Tony and his feelings, the learned behaviors versus what he really feels. This whole episode, we know that he's been setting that boundary with Tracy, but you still see that sense of sorrow when he sees her body laying there. There is that poor girl type of thing. We see it in his therapy uh, episode, or excuse me, a therapy scene with Carmela and Melfi. Like he really genuinely cared from a human to human level, you know, but the profession that he has, the position he holds, doesn't allow him to sit in those feelings too long because that's just a, a sad. My second point is this scene sadly shows us. And I think Spike made the point earlier. Tracy ain't built for this world. Like that's just—it's gonna eat her. It's gonna swallow her whole. You know, uh, there's a these guys look at them that they're whores. You know, this is their world. It's not mine. They're whores. These aren't really humans. These are objects. These are things. Mm-hmm. There's a there's a great telling moment when after Tony slaps up Ralphie, Paulie tells him like, you know, he was out of line. Like you were in every, you had your right. He was out of line. And he says something like, you know, she was only 20. He looks down and says, oh, that too. Oh yeah. To that too. Yeah. He, that, everything that happened with Tracy was secondary. It was the way Ralphie was talking that Paulie was upset about. Not the fact that he just killed this 20 year old girl. So they mindset doesn't even go to the fact that these are human lives and he, she has a son and she's pregnant now. Like, oh, well, like this is the sad reality of this world. So it's, no matter what you try to do to paint the picture, that's just what it is. You know what I mean? And it might look crazy to us, but that's normal to them. Oh, Ralphie killed a stripper? Okay. He was yeah. more out of line for talking to Tony Nuts. Yep. Yeah. They they elaborate a little bit more on the final scene, but it's... And it also goes to that thing that Melfi asked Tony when she was like, why do you feel like that you have to be the person yeah. that that's a, delivers that's the... Why do you got to be the person that delivers the punishment? 
Yeah, he has that. He has a complex for sure, and like that. That absolutely. It never. That is a great callback, and it's just. It's such a sad thing because it's like. Like, I have a child. You know what I'm saying, and then I have. We are pregnant currently, and so it's like, you end the mother's life, the baby's gone too, and that's just a sad thing, bro. I think David Chase got his point across here to show us that these guys are not lovable guys. You know, these guys are not great guys. These guys are not good guys that, oh, they had such difficult childhoods. This is why they, none of that matters right here. It shows like, you know, all y'all, all y'all trash and gets the point across. So moving forward in the series, while we may still like these characters, I think he's trying to move us away from loving these characters. And he really got his point across here. I, I am a Ralphie Cifaretto fan, but not for the reasons that people would, but more so because of the plot that it, he 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 moves the story for. Seeing this scene was um, this and lat and um, Employee of the Month was like very hard. But Employee of the Month was an episode I hadn't watched in a while because I just couldn't watch that that again. This was the episodes right under it. I'm like, man, bro, y'all, I, 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 I forgot another toothpick was in between the two. To be honest, I forgot. It, it just felt like it was back to back. But Rick's kind. Of, we reviewed it, and I, I was like, oh yeah, there is a break in between. Which I'm glad they did that because we couldn't have handled these back to back. You got a sexual rape situation, then you have a flat out brutal murder of a situation, and this is a thing. Y'all go check out. Uh, Sammy, Sammy, the bull, uh, Gravano, go check out this podcast, our thing. He shares some stories about some people in the mob, like how they be, they, they be acting as a lone wolf and doing things that are just outside of Costa Nostra. And this is like one of those things I wanted to ask y'all though. Real quick before you move on. It's Mm -hmm. funny. The thing we've been talking about Ralph living in a fantasy world the whole time. The thing that really triggers Tony to what made him hit him in his mouth is Ralph tries to dismiss it and really act like, oh, she tripped. What is my fault? She's a klutz. And that's when Tony really like, man, it's almost like I got to punch you in your face to bring you back to reality. Mm. Like you just killed a woman. Like you you running around here pretending like she failed and thinking I'm going to go with it. Like, nah, bro. That ain't what we doing. I love that point. It's a great point, man. And and it, it, it's it's like... What Tony does, he hits him. And I mean, of course, they make a big deal about him touching him. And it makes me wonder, it's like, is that except is that the exception? Because Tony is the boss. There ain't no exceptions. Can't That's what throws me. Because like that. Ain't no with Sammy the Bull, when they whacked um when they whacked the boss, Paul Castellano. Yep. They 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 had meetings, sit downs. And it was an agreement, but everybody didn't necessarily know. But there was an agreement there that we got. Paul got to go. The people that needed to know knew. Huh? He got permission from the people that needed to sign off on it. So it it makes me wonder here. It's like, I just feel like if you're the boss, then the, the rules should be a little bit different. Because we're nah, not on the not, same level. We're all made. It's not a dictatorship, made, though. But listen, that, that, 
That's what keeps this from being a dictatorship. You can't just be the boss and think, oh, I can put my hands on the main guy because I'm the boss. It won't work that way because then bosses will abuse their power. It's set up that way that made men shouldn't be touched. But made made men are abusing their power. Yeah, they are, but that's that's gonna you, See, you're going to handle that as a boss. But right. that's why I think that there should the, the, be a difference. I think the process is you don't handle that as a boss by beating them up. You handle that in the proper measures as you would as a boss. Okay, he's a made guy. He's giving me problems. I need to start having sit downs and conversations to get this problem rectified. You can't just fly off at the handle and beat a nigga up regardless of the situation. Like we've moved past that point. I, the the whole key of that, in my opinion, is we've moved past that point of our operation as people in the mob. Like soldiers and underlings, them niggas will do that. Capos, yeah, y'all can fight. Y'all can put your hands on each other. Y'all can battle for these positions that we're already in. But if I've made it to this position of being a made man or being a boss, we have to conduct ourselves differently. Like it has to be some type of clergy system or process where I can't just be like, well, I'm going to beat him up. Because he made me mad. I got to talk to people. We got to have conversations. It has to make sense from a business standpoint because that's what we run in a business. Just so happened that we gangsters. I think I think that should be an exception for the boss. I do. I, I hear what you're saying. It makes sense that way. But I just think that you can't. You're right. You shouldn't have to. But like you have affected one of my other capos, which is Silvio, you've affected his business because that's what Tony leans into. He, Even though he feels for her, he yeah. never says it's for her. He says, you right. come into this place, place of business. So, because he knows he can't just say it because you can't do it off personal feelings. I, I feel like it just should have been an exception. It's like, bro, you didn't already hit Gigi in the eye. You come in here, you're making your jokes. You come in here, you, you're putting your bloody hand and you're messing up the business. And this is a racket for me as a boss. I'm putting hands on you because you're messing up one of my rackets. And I've and I've told yep. you no fires. I've told you Gigi is the boss, but yet you're giving them a hard time. I've told you I've told you so many times, stop doing these things, but you keep doing it. Even Tony even acknowledges this is why I didn't make you boss. Mm -hmm. So for me, and, I, I again there it is how it's set how it's set. I'm black. This is an Italian mafia thing, so it has nothing to do with me. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like I'm so far. Well, it, from to, to reference the wire, it's really just a chain of command thing. Like you, yeah, but if I'm the top out, dog, like, you can't. I don't feel yeah, like, and that's the point. Tony's not the top dog. He's the, the top, top dog of the Soprano crew. There are other people that make this thing go. There are other people that are a lot more powerful than Tony, as we see is, as but, this but stuff this starts is, to play but out. This is crew. You still violated the oath that we all took to make sure that this thing works. That's organized crime. You can't start killing niggas because you get emotional. If there's a business decision that needs to be made, we need to have a business but conversation. But you can't kill civilians because now you're making the spot hot because we get a later scene. I'm not going to re reveal, but Chris says, right. if I catch this individual, I'm doing him tonight. I'm a made guy. He can't touch me. And Tony says, no, nah, you can't do that because every person you hit, every person. So it's like, for me, it's like, if you want to start moving the goalposts, it's like, oh, we can do this and do that. Well, then... That should be an exception. Like, I'm the boss of this crew. Like he told Johnny Sack last episode and even the episode before, don't stick your beak in. He said, well, obviously it's your decision. Yeah, you're right. It is my decision. Now, if I whack him, now we got to bring New York into it. Now we got to bring all yeah. of the Costa Nostra into it. But, like, we're talking about me and my crew, and I'm handling So we're all made, but I'm boss. So now don't let none, don't let none of these other made guys put their hands on them. Paulie, no, I'm going to tell you why that don't work, though. Can't because work like as that, a... Man. 
as a made guy, I have business dealings with other people. So if I'm making this much money with Johnny Sack and I'm making this much money with whatever crew else in New York, I'm dead all of a sudden because of something you as the boss did to your crew and you had to kill him. Now, all of that money that I'm depending on when I moved into my new big house in Jersey, all the shit that I bought now that's dead. I got a grudge against you now. And now we unnecessarily beefing just because you didn't run it by me. When you could have came and said, hey, man, this is what I'm thinking about doing. And I'm going to respond and say, OK, if you're thinking about doing that, this how much money he bring into me. How much of that you going to compensate for when you take him out? Like we got to have a business conversation about it. You can't react off emotion. That's how they were able to be successful for so long. But then they can start telling, reacting off emotion like what you're saying, Mo. And that's what ruined the shit that they had. And it's about rep, too, man. How you how seriously you take this thing? Feel feel the turtle, man. It has meaning or has no meaning. Like you don't want to be the weird. We don't you don't want to yep. be the one where when Phil said it in that speech, man, I heard they don't even prick their fingers. Like you don't want to be that crew there, where the, the word about you is you do things a certain way. We're not gonna take you serious. And when it's time to have these talks about getting rid of y'all, they're gonna go over a lot easier because you don't you don't even follow the rules. These the rules are so much bigger. Than just Tony's crew. I get what you're saying as far as you need to put a lid on what you got going on, but there's certain things you can't step over, even if you are the boss of your crew, because you're not the boss of this whole thing of ours. And if when if word gets back to the New York families about how you handling your business, that's gonna look bad on you overall because you really you, you might you trying to check your crew in, in spite of this thing of ours is a no no. This thing of ours always comes first. You need to find another way to get that shit under control. Yeah, I would. I just would have sent. I would just send him with. I would have sent him to New York. Like that. That would have been just like okay. He's no longer part of this. Like I can't whack him. He, uh, uh, Johnny, Johnny Sack. All right, take him. Like if I can't put my hands on you, you're not. You're not with me in somebody's ear, man. It could. It. I, I feel what you're saying. It can just be real weird as far as the overall. Um, what is going on? The overall thing. They got kicked out now. It's two of them right there. Oh, you're a clone, bro. What's going on, man? I thought it was froze again. Y'all stopped. I hey. thought it froze again. Cause it froze up when you were talking. I had to leave out and leave back, but I don't even wow. remember what I was saying, man. That threw me off. I saw bro, a like, me too. I was like, Cre- I was like, bro, I'm about to sing. I'm about to send Spike Lou to New York. <laughs> it's like, bro, <laughs> what are we doing? Like, hey, yo. yo. But yeah, if you send him to New York, that's just cause too many issues, man. You need somebody like Ralph Close. Like, you yeah, got to be able too to- much but money. If you, too. Send, if you send him to New York, then you're, you're, you stick your beak in over there, but you're no longer part of this Jersey thing as far as what we're doing here because- that's the reason I didn't make you captain. You giving my captain a hard time. I mean, I, I will tell you, this. Sell it. sending him to New York, sending him to New York, bro, would just give him more power. I'm about to say it would give him more it. power, but it won't give him power, power over. It won't give him power over Tony. Yes, it will, no, because it what he's going to do is get the backing from the people in New York. It don't he's matter. Work the people in Jersey that he needs, and he's going to be able to put a hit out on Tony. He and since I got that. the backing in New York, when Tony got. Yeah, he can, bro. He can't. He's not a boss. You can't. He can't do that. Not in this world. Like maybe in the if real. I go over can't. to New York, bro. I can't say. I can't use the example without spoiling. But it happened in the show. It, it comes up soon. A boss tries to make that declaration because he, a uh, not boss, tries to make that on a non on a person that I, is I know a boss. What you're talking but, about. And right, so did, he's but, still but trying to get that off. 
But it, it wasn't but because again, he but, couldn't do it. He had the back, and it was just I pulled out of it because I don't know if you got it like that. Ralphie might not have had that same scenario, scenario since Ralphie oh, made But so Ralphie much wouldn't money, have got the backing was, like that because people don't like him. Ralphie don't have that charm, bro. They don't like him in Jersey. They don't like I don't think they like if he did the same thing he's doing in Jersey and New York, they wouldn't like him there either, bro. Because oh. Ralphie's not a likable dude. He's a loud dude that I don't care. I ain't see Johnny Sack speak ill about him one time. Well, because he ain't had to be up under him. You know, it's all good when you pop up sometimes and you leave. That's we got fair, cool. But I'm just saying, we got people in our life. They pop Johnny up Sachs and be like, all right. About yeah, but he ain't been around him like that. That's you pop fair. up sometime you and you leave. got a good point. But when we got family that's all around all the time, you start to find issues. You start seeing chink in the armor. But nonetheless, it's, it's an interesting conversation. That's what we do here on Good Earners. Uh, we got a few more scenes, and we, we'll be getting out of here. Uh, we get a Meadow and Noah scene. Noah's putting on the whole breakup face. <laughs> um, and basically, he breaks up breaks up with Noah. Said, I mean, Noah breaks up with Meadow saying, basically, you're too negative. And she was like, what do you mean? He's like, I didn't want to get into all of this, bro. What? That's crazy. Listen, all I got to say about this, all I got to say about this, the, the nastiest shit ever. Nasty. Bro. Nigga broke up with her and stayed at the table. In the chilling. library. Bro, stayed, at, his, stayed there chilling. He didn't get up and on. leave. He and kept reading his, his book like on. he didn't just tell her that he's done. Because he's trying to sell it. He's trying to sell it like I really feel this way. Mm -hmm. that's, nah, that's nasty. I, that's I ain't so even nasty. Shit like that. I'm at least leaving. Oh yeah, I said my piece. I gotta go. My my nigga sat there chill. Like, all right, you can say if you want to, but I'm read. still here for this work. Yeah, that was crazy. That was crazy, bro. That's all I gotta say about that scene, man. No wow. Yeah, he is. Yeah, I, I, I wanted to Yeah, okay. Uh, we get a second Sopranos therapy scene with Carmela and Tony, and basically all that is said is that. Tony kind of flips the narrative of what he's upset for, where he look like he's about to be in tears. He says a young man died. He was only 20 at Barone Sanitation, a work-related death. And that's pretty much that part, which it shows that he's obviously talking about Tracy, Bada Bing, work-related death. Uh, Meadow comes home. She's angry. Uh, and I feel like they pick up that it's over between her and Noah without saying the words, genius soprano stuff. And the last scene, the bottom being, they treat this like it's just another day at the office. I heard this. I heard that. You know what I think? I think you shouldn't say anything about anything. Anything right. I so want to add to that, those She's the smartest girl scenes. in the crew. Smartest girl mm -hmm. in the crew. Anything I want to add to any of those scenes before we get out of here? I think that was a girl that uh, the first woman we yep. see. That yep, asked to her. get in for the blowjob. Yeah. yeah. That's her. Anything y'all want to add to it before we get out of here and uh, give our rankings? Take that vacation time, man. That job going to replace you the next day. Take that vacation time. Wow. That's crazy. Mm. Take that vacay time, boy. All right. Well, before we get out of here, we can't leave y'all without the rankings. So this has been another great episode, man. Season three is really where Sopranos starts to get into the legendary status that we're, we all know it to be. And we're about to get out of here but before we do we leave y'all with a ranking so i'm gonna start off with you uh spike luke what do you rank this episode this is a made episode for me hey okay wow it solidifies uh what we suspected when we were introduced to ralph mm. like we thought he may have been 
crazy. We thought he may have been painting Tony's ass. We get multiple scenes in this episode really solidifying halfway through the season. No, this is the asshole y'all think he is, and this is going to be a problem for Tony. Whether it be a problem of him just being a thorn in his side, or whether it be a problem of him pissing him off enough to where I got to beat him up and deal with the repercussions of putting my hand on a made guy. This was a great episode for him showing Panette, uh putting an end to the Noah and uh, Meadow situation. Great tie up on that. Uh, I, I really enjoy this episode. Went too much fluff. Okay. What about you, Rich? I got that as a good earner. Mm. That is a good earner. I enjoyed everything about it that Spike just mentioned. Um, it is one of those few singular episodes of the season um, where they kind of just focus on everything that's happening. There's no, there's no real oh, mention of anything story. else outside of these storylines. Um, way too good to be just another envelope. Something about it is missing for it to be a made for me. I'm trying to put my finger on it, but it's just not all the way there yet. Um, definitely an iconic Sopranos episode, though, because of what happens. And like you said, if you didn't know by now, then you know Ralphie is this Ralphie Tony situation. That's the most interesting thing for me that comes from this episode. What's the ramifications of that? It makes you excited to get into the rest of the world. Like, what does Junior think about this? What does Johnny Sack think about this once words start getting out? You know? This is just another envelope for me. Let me try, he said he made it dramatic to and sip his water before he said it. <laughs> <laughs> now, if he watching it, your people felt moho swag before he let that out. <laughs> My man took a sip of the water. He took a sip of the water like shimmy. a comedian. He did the little Steph Curry semi. He was little like, Steph Curry, little, little mouth, yeah, mouthpiece. Yeah, it's just another envelope. Yeah, nah, but it, yeah, it's, it's just another envelope for me. Um, it's a good episode again just another envelope that's our lowest ranking we only have three rankings we don't believe necessarily there's bad episodes but there's episodes that are greater than others it's just another envelope for me because i know a lot of people i always reference this but a hit is a hit people look at it it's a kind of a one-off episode it kind of it's in its own world and this episode is like that to me now it moves the plot as far as a ralphie Sif, ralph silferetto we get more understanding and more things with him just like we did in employee of the month but at the same time, I just don't, I just don't care that much about this kind of this leading story about, unfortunately, I, I don't hate, I hate that that happened to Tracy, but I just don't care for that storyline. And then as much as we can laugh and joke about the Noah Meadow storyline, I just don't care that much about that either. It, nothing really was a uh, super fascinating thing about this episode to me. There's funny moments, there's memeable moments, but nothing was like fascinating. Everything was pretty cool to me. So that's why it's uh, just another envelope. Um, Spike, who gets the Good Honor Award this episode? Uh, Seal, 100%. Oh, All-star wow, okay. performance. All-star performance by Seal, man. And he stole the scene in the small amount of screen time that he has. Hmm. This, this made me a Seal fan. Oh, wow, okay. What about you, Rich? I'm gonna go with Carmella. Huh. Carmella had a very solid episode, man. We see, we get two and a half seasons of Carmella yearning for the attention that she's getting from Meadow. Um, you know, she's inviting her on a date when I forget what what which player movies coming into town. Uh, Meadow brings up a memory from when she was nine years old that Carmella was even surprised that she still had. 
kind of indicating that these moments that we have spent your childhood as you're off to college now, um, that still holds some value to your heart and it means a lot to me. Um, you know, Carmela's sleep at 2 a.m., Metal comes in her room, curls up under her, kind of lets her, you know, get her off, excuse me, get her thoughts off, excuse me, whoa. Um, get her thoughts off with everything and all that. Like, it was just a solid episode. She's back in, she was back in therapy with Tony. Like, she just got wins the entire episode. Like, she didn't have any kind of friction. She had no phone calls from Irina. Like, everything was good. Okay. Uh, I gotta go Noah, man. <laughs> no, no, was in my category. I ain't yeah, gonna man. lie. Come on, no, I felt like too much of a sleaze ball to give him that off. credit. Not once, but that twice. Sick. He got it off. Like regardless, of what, a win is a win. <laughs> a win is a win. Come on, man. We don't like Noah, but Noah got it off. Not once, but twice, and then broke up. He did. Saudi Noah got that shit off, bro. I he swear got it. And he got it off, and that is the typical college boy story. Uh, That's so, a little bit of hatred that we all have. Here. Yeah, we all because he's not like at all. Nigga pulled this shit off. That's what I'm saying. Like, you I, just I see something in real life, like, man, man, I know that nigga didn't pull bro, this I've been shit there. Off. I right. promise you, I've been there when I seen dude get <laughs> busy. And I'm like, this dude. But I gotta give it to him because I mean, again, like Ooh. this Meadow Soprano, she's the daughter of a mob boss. He hates you, your guts, and he hates black people, and yet you have his daughter exposed. Man did a one and done. Come on, no two and done. Two first, bro. Yeah, he got that second one off. So uh, that's that's my good earner, uh, young Noah. I can't remember his name, last name, but whatever. Tannenbaum. 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 Real Jewish last name. Real, real Jewish. Uh, who gets the Broken Balls Awards for you, Spike? Luke? Tracy, man. It's unfortunate episode for Tracy. Poor girl just got swooped up in a world she couldn't survive in. It was gonna happen sooner rather than later. Do feel sorry for it, like you said, but yeah, it's Tracy. What about you, Rich man? I had a feeling you were gonna go there, so I went with Meadow. That's a good one. Kind of brought up the point of Meadow and Tracy kind of having those similar paths. Meadow just took a lot of her first L's in life. You know, that first, you know, her love, as far as we know. As far as we know, we haven't heard her speak about loving anyone else. Um, she mentioned that to Carmella. Dealing with uh, Caitlyn, even though you got, even though Noah dumped you, you still got to deal with Caitlyn and everything else. She just took a whole lot of L's this episode. Um, I didn't want to give it to Tracy just because I knew that was a little bit too easy, and one of y'all had that, so I went with Metal. It's funny you say that because Metal would have been my original, so I'm going to go with Georgie. Uh, you know, he was Man. he had some momentum rolling. He had the fifty dollars in the neck. <laughs> that was all good. So he got you know slapped in the eye he said he was blind so who knows if he really is or isn't blind but getting hit with a bike chain is crazy <laughs> especially when um, you can whoop ralphie ass though that's what man. i'm saying but he's made he's gotta eat you up inside that you can really whoop this dude ass but you yep. can't because yep. he made and that's that's the issue it's like so uh, i go georgie man like he may have that's lost his one. eye and this is an instrumental part to his future uh occupation so uh, i definitely got to go this this is essential and lastly, before we get out of here, Spike Blue, what's your favorite moment of this episode? Oh, when Seal comes to pick Tracy up at Ralph House. <laughs> Easy. Easy money Ooh. right there. She's in the me for 3K. <laughs> it's been three days. <laughs> yeah, he was mad at the mug, bro. That is mine. Like, oh, shit. Yeah, that's it for me. Double down. Easy. There's no, no question. 
No question about it. Just from the way Seal showed up, the way Rafi opened the door, the way Seal still trying to be respectful about it, like, shut your fucking mouth, Ralphie. This ain't got nothing to do with you. Say nothing to do like, with you. you. Right now. Like, if you see me leave the bada bing, I pulled up on business. Like, bro, she needs to be back at work right now. During business hours, my nigga. I ain't at the, I ain't at the shop. I'm over here. Yeah. I love when Rafi said that. I think that's one of Spice Raven line when Rafi said, where you get the balls? She's into me for three fucking grand. You ask me where I get the balls? Yeah. You don't miss work for three days. You ain't check in. You ain't do nothing. Oh, you ain't let me know nothing. I've been calling your mom and everything. Man, bitch. I just put these braces on you. I just put these braces on yeah, you. Right. First right. payment. You're right. I forgot about that part. Yeah, you ain't made your first payment yet. You already ducked me. Hell no. Nah. We ain't about to do this. Yeah, he, he right. I forgot about that. He fronted that. I'm gonna go with um, I'm gonna go with Noah, Noah, Noah grabbing, Noah grabbing nigga. the condo. You a sick nigga, man. That's crazy. All your shit is like, cause that smile on his face. He slick giving Noah way too much props. <laughs> nah, bro, cause you ain't gonna say it again, bro. He, that's it. Good. Like, that's that. that which is fine. Like, I'm, nigga, get that. Yeah, that's fine. Here. But like the smile on his face, because we've all been there where you knew it's like, it's like low key, like cause Meadow is out of his league, bro. Even as an upperclassman, so it's like I don't think he believes that. I don't he, think he believes. He it. don't know. He don't believe he don't that. Think. But we know. Like we know, dudes yeah, yeah. is like she out of your league. So that smile on his face where he's getting himself set up for the for the play is like hilarious because it's like, oh yeah, I'm about to get this off not only once but twice. So it's like I, that's definitely by far the best scene. Like you got this off. She's she's seeing butterflies. She's building a relationship with her mother all of a sudden now. Yeah, you got it off, bro. So I definitely, I mean, shots out to Young Noah. We ain't gonna see him. I don't think we'll see him. Maybe see him one more time. I don't remember. Good riddance. Good riddance. But uh, that is our episode of Good Earners reviewing The Sopranos. But before we get out of here, if y'all want to support us separately, we got other things going on. Rich, what you got going on, bro? Right now, Culture Garden Podcast, we are on a break. It's the end of the quarter. It's last week of September, but we will be back next Thursday. Every single Thursday, we have movie reviews for you. Um, so that will be consuming next Thursday. Um, also have Good Earners, of course, and then we got you all the television podcast. Also on a small break, the writer's strike just ended, so that's trending in the right direction. Uh, we need that actor strike to end, too, but we do have some good shows that are coming back up that we'll be reviewing. Um, but right now, most consistently, Culture Garden and Good Earners. All right. What about you, Spike? What you got going on? Where they can find you? Um, Dead End Sports Live on YouTube every Tuesday. Uh, Wednesday, the On Deck TV show, Hip Hop Podcast from a Southern Perspective. Another week in the books on Fridays, Good Earners on Mondays. Tap in, go to your favorite podcasting places or YouTube and find them. That's fine. Yeah, yeah discussing like- one of the best, the, one of the best television shows ever. <laughs> you are a funny dude. That's a funny man. You on your way. You going to the top. You next little Bruce. <laughs> oh man, Rich is a funny dude, man. When you said, man, you should be so funny. That that was the coldest line I ever heard in my life. What happened? We, we, I was like, bro. All right, there you go. You try to you start getting that Silvio laugh. He was like, Mo, you shouldn't be so funny. Saying that doubling down, that is that is a bar, bro. I said I gotta use that. That was a fire line. But uh y'all can also go check out my audio drama series for those that are in a fictional podcast. If y'all don't know what that is, that is like television in your ears. 
Y'all can go check out Roll the Audio Drama Series. Working on season four, but y'all can go check out those three seasons. Nah, fuck all that, man. Yo, Gotti, little baby, put a date on it, man. What's up? Put a date four? on it, man. I'm trying to hit. I'm trying to hit late fall, man. I'm trying to hit late fall. Man, put a date on it. I'm trying to hit late fall. That's the goal. It's going to be out before the year's out. That's a fact. But I'm trying to figure out. I'm working out some technical things as far as putting behind a paywall where I can make money without issues. So that's the that's kind of the cha- one of the challenges. And then it's already written, though. When I took that three-week break, it, I wrote everything. So that was that. see what Jalen up to, man. Yeah, man. It's going to be Jalen is going to finally... It's to come in the age. He's gonna finally come to age, man. So y'all go check out Roll the Audio Drama Series, man. Y'all can check us out. Goodearnerpod at gmail.com. Y'all wanna contact us about the show. Y'all just y'all wanna question anything. Y'all wanna speak to love about the show or whatever it is, possible guests. Who knows? Y'all can hit us up hit us up there. Y'all can find us on IG, Good Pod underscore Sopranos. Y'all can find us on YouTube if y'all prefer the visual aspect of it. We gotta we got a we got a nice little subscriber base right now. Somebody recently subscribed and they was talking about how they really enjoy what we do. But I'll speak to that at the last episode of this season. So we appreciate y'all for tuning in. Thank y'all for listening. And remember, don't forget about it.